0: Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community... And give honest and fair reviews to the industry's hottest games. In episode 48, the Punchboarders give their top 50 through 26th of all time. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. Nah, I'm Richie. So
1: we got some good information, guys. Yeah, we did. We sent out that survey. Everybody Uh was really helpful and filling it out. We've got some great ideas, some A Lot of responses. I, I was yeah. actually really surprised at at all the responses.
0: Uh the one I liked the best was like kick chad off he's annoying that oh was a yeah good that
1: was great yeah that was basically the cut sample all of Chad's. survey that my sister volunteered to <laughs> oh, fill out before.
0: Oh, I I was, yeah. your sister's a smart woman yeah uh, thanks. Pretty smart. thanks guys then again she said then review pictionary so oh yeah, maybe, maybe not. yeah. and that was
1: probably her truest statement actually she loved that name. <laughs> oh my god um so yeah so thanks to everybody for filling that out we really appreciate it and Like I said, we got some great ideas. The only thing actually besides the Chad comment, the only thing was it made me think that we're we're really even though we got a lot of responses that we're not really that big time because they say if people if nobody slags on you, you're not really big yet, you know and nobody nobody said nobody was really well, awful i expected at least i i mean i yeah. said we'll take criticism you know and and everybody was really kind and nice so
0: we had the one person that said something about clef is kind of snobbish and should learn to be able to speak the english language <laughs> <or something. laughs> well, sounds a lot like ben maddox if you ask me he did say he filled that out so that could be ben <laughs> who knows who knows but no it was really good i I think one of the biggest things that we took away from that is a lot of people saying they weren't really sure how to join our Slack channel. Right. And we had been talking about it, but I thought
1: we put it at the bumper at the end. We'll, we'll, sometime we'll record a new bumper. But for all y'all who want to join our Slack channel, we'd love to have you. Please just send us your email to punchboardparadise at gmail.com and we will send you an invite. It's as
0: easy as that. And and we've got a you know a semi celebrity that's on our our uh, our Slack check now. Oh yeah, who's that? Designer of City of the Big Shoulders, Mister Raymond Chandler III. <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. probably like yeah, your favorite. Uh, <laughs> <pick."> <laughs> but uh, you can get on there. You can ask him any question you want to about City of the Big Shoulders on our Slack channel. So that's you know that's pretty <laughs> I'm sure cool. He's excited. You said yeah, that. He's so <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, why no. did
1: you make that so overpowered? <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, that's somebody else's voice. I thought <laughs> yeah. you were doing Raymond's voice <laughs> no, for a second. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anything else that stood out to you guys that uh, we want to thank people? Or say, I, I think maybe the other biggest thing was a lot of people felt Kickstarter corner. It was tough because a lot of times there's not a f- many days left when our episodes drop. Yeah. So they were like, eh. It's kind of iffy, so we might just bring you those when we've really got something big to talk about. I can
1: I can respect that. And, yeah, if we, maybe we'll change it into some sort of periodic news segment that we won't do all the time. Or who knows? We'll 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 change it up. But we hear you, and so thanks for yeah. that feedback. I do know that some people will be sad to lose the uh, Herb Alpert number before at we the might, beginning of we the— We might be
2: able to repurpose it. Okay. But right. somewhere I else, go
0: yeah. somewhere else, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, you know, like, and some people also asked about maybe talking about some older games, you know, maybe not yeah. full on reviews, but you know, some, just some so a little spotlight yeah, of an older thing. game. That, that was great yeah.
1: too. Uh, we, we heard a lot about, uh, about some older games and, and I'd like to go back through some of those. So that'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, everybody, we really appreciate all the comments and all the suggestions. And if you haven't by chance
1: filled it out, you can find it on our Facebook page and, in our Twitter timeline and that sort of thing, you can feel free to uh, still still enter it, enter your opinions on that because it's still open. And if you just wanted to shoot us an email uh, and let us know some some directions you'd like to see with the show, that's fine, too. And of course, you can always send an email to Richie because some people said they were missing hearing uh those listener qu- questions that richie gets to dip into the
2: mailbag for so yeah, right. you
1: can always send us some of those at punchboardparadise.gmail.
2: The mailbag is nice and dusty so <laughs> that's just right And yeah. hey, you know what i question? might even just open up a channel on slack just for questions so people can just oh, dump them in there i there like that idea that's make a good it a little call. bit easier and just pull it from there
3: All
1: yeah right. that's that's a good Good plan. We we got to get going because we Whoa. have fifty lot of games. through twenty six of our top games of all time to discuss. If if I did my addition right, that's seventy five games. If they're all different, I think Potential. we might have some overlap. But yeah, Potential. that could be seventy
2: five games. Although on the lower end, I think there'll be some diversity here. Could be possibly.
1: Could be. Do you have some spe- Richie? Do you have some special like top fifty games music
2: that you're going to put in here? Is it Ooh. like?
1: no, de de no
2: comment because it just depends on when i'm editing and <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> how much how much time i have okay. all right all right
0: All right. little insight there all right well, let's let's rock and roll and we're just going to go 50 and we're all going to go around and chad we'll just let you start all right does that sound good because sounds great start every draft you might as well start this <laughs> here we go <laughs> cue the music
1: All right, my number fifty game of all time. I didn't go with this list. I know some people talk about fillers are not. Uh, you can't count fillers. I don't. I didn't do that for my list. I don't have a lot, but we could call this one a filler. It's dropped since my last top ten, but it's still there. Steakilm.
2: Whoa. Whoa, that's
0: a big drop. <laughs> ten, top ten to barely makes the top fifty. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a big, it's a big change. But I really like this game. I love the back and forth. I love the. I love the aggressiveness of it and the stabbiness of it. And Richie, I'm just going to say it right now. You can look at my top 50 and there's a sea change. No longer can I I say or can anyone else tell me that I don't like confrontation or,
2: or <laughs> stabbiness in games. You're finally just embracing, this. I'm embracing Embrace- it. I'm embracing oh, it. I'm admitting I'm, it. I'm happy. Okay. I'm excited. All, All right.
1: right. So Skeek Elm, it, it's a trick-taking game where you want to make the other people take uh, a take a bad suit that they don't want to take and give them negative points. And it's almost worth it to make them take that suit more than it is to take your own trick. And that's all I'll say about it, but it's a great backstabby fun time. And I love it with my friends. I love it with my family.
0: That seems much more of a reasonable spot.
2: Yes. I I cannot disagree. It is a great trick taking game. It's one of my favorites as well.
0: All right. So my number 50 is probably one of the closest things I have to a filler on my list And it's kind of a quick Euro, and that's Ulm. I still really enjoy Ulm. I really wish somebody in the... You know, I'm not going to go into explaining all these games because we'd never get done. But the mechanism of how you choose your actions by sliding that
2: yeah into the token grid into
0: the into mm-hmm. the grid, and then those are the actions you take. I really like that. I wish somebody would put that into a more you know maybe a deeper, heavier game that I think would be uh, more entertaining. But Olm is still very good. It's quick. It, you can play it in about a half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. You know, depending on your player yeah. count.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're basically taking 10 turns. Yeah, it's only 10, 10 rounds. rounds. That's it. Yep, yep
0: and it's quick. Uh, but just one of those games that I still really enjoy, not ever going to leave my shelf. Uh, it's, it's, it's a it's a stay-put type of game.
1: Yeah, the slidey puzzle mechanism is the best part of that game, definitely.
2: Just a prime example of the fact that Euro games, those boring covers can really sometimes hurt games, because I think that's why no one talks about that game. You look uh-huh. at that cover, you look at the name, I mean, it looks... doesn't inspire any boring kind of and dry. Yeah, yeah, I
0: would agree. Yep. All right, so number 50, Ulm.
2: All right, so my number 50... Is going to be ground floor second edition, and this is one of my favorite euros, especially when you have a larger player count. Uh, Especially, I think we well the new the second edition now only goes up to five, but I think your version clef goes Uh, up to six. The original version
0: still goes to six, yes. Which I mean,
2: I five is fine. I I think I think that was fine for this for as far as the streamlining goes. So I love the the reprint from uh, Spielworks. It fantastic art. I even like the changes that they made in there with the stock market. It does make money a little bit more readily available, but the game is still tight overall, especially when you are hitting that that higher player count. So ground floor.
1: I I'm itching to play my copy of it, but I really like the individualization that this offers, like your what you can do with your own buildings and stuff.
0: Uh just last Friday I got a game in of it. Uh we played five player. Uh, Mason and his friend played it. And I'll tell you real quick though, this game you got to be real careful because if you get in a kind of a Chad death spiral, uh his yeah, friend Jordan, his last like three rounds, he couldn't do anything. He could <laughs> yeah. not get any, I can't remember if it was money or files, but he was just, he was hosed. And all he could do is keep putting his stuff into the, the media. And he was at max popularity. And it was just like mm. nothing else he could do. So it was, so you got to be a little bit careful with that game, but. I mean, still, it's a great game. And I, yeah, I, it, it
2: can be punishing.
0: I'm surprised sure. it's. I, I would thought it would be a little bit higher on your list, is, is what hey, I my top I guess 50. I mean. That's pretty I good. I understand. I still thought it would just be a little <laughs> bit higher, but all right.
2: All right. So that is my number 50 ground floor second edition. All right, Richie, exhibit B
1: of what I just talked to you about. <laughs> my 49 game is Tammany Hall. It's Ooh. not a it's not a heavy game at all, but it's still a favorite. I love to get into this game and just sort of role play the the meanie baddiness of it. You know, you are you are basically trying to manipulate votes and lock down certain districts, and then you have the the policemen who are kicking poor immigrants out of districts, and just it's it's horrible, cutthroat. Stuff. And yeah, there is a always undo something of the person to the right of you. But still, if you all get into it, it's a great, great speak about five player games. It's great at five players. It's a lot of fun.
2: I just couldn't not have Tammany Hall on my list. Yes. And we, we have to get Clef to play again.
1: Vince yeah, that's is, his new his New Year's resolution yeah, to play games, play games more, games more than, than played once. once.
2: And Vince isn't around to mess with you anymore. That's very
0: true. So you know
2: what? Hey, I'm I'm and you know not to trust me anymore. So there you go. I'm I'm willing to do it. All right. Okay.
0: I I got another story for you guys, but I'm going to wait till a couple episodes to go by because it may be a longer discussion than just a two second (laughs) thing. Okay.
1: Thanks for that tease. We'll wait a month.
0: (laughs) But that's my number forty nine, Tammany Hall. All right, my number 49 is a game that I just played the other day, but I'm not counting that as what I'm talking about yet because I only played it the one time with the new board. But this is so, this is going to be the original game and the first of what's your game games that are going to be on my list, and that's Railroad Revolution. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, really good game and I've always I've always enjoyed it. There were obviously some issues where it was, you know, you doing the telegraph track was always the best thing to do. Um, but uh, this new board has certainly changed a lot about it. But like I said, I'm not counting that. It might actually rise as I get more plays of that, you know, uh, Railroad, Revo- what is it, Evolution? Evolution, Evolution yes. Yeah. So I'm not talking oh, about So you're
2: just, even just saying just the base I'm just game. I'm saying the base okay. game
0: is just still one of those. I love the whole, you have the different colored meeples, and so each one of them has a different ability. I just, I really find it to be a really solid game and just one that, uh, you know, once again, is just uh, in my wheelhouse, nice medium Euro type of game. Uh, enjoyed it a lot.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, hope that because I mean, that game came out, what, like three, four years ago now?
0: Uh, probably, I think, yeah. Three, or are you even longer? Sure, yeah.
2: And I, I mean, I just hope that people give it a second chance because that Railroad Evolution, it definitely fixed the issues in there. And if you still have your copy that yeah. I think that's an auto buy. Yeah. I would say that that's an essential expansion.
0: I would agree. I would agree. All right, so that is my number 49, Railroad Revolution.
2: All right, so my number 49, and this will be, I mean, no spoilers, because everyone knows I'm a Cromer and Kiesling fan, but this will be uh, Kiesling showing up on the list multiple times here, but with uh, Heaven and Ale. And I actually have the expansion being delivered tomorrow, so I'm really excited to try that out uh, when I get a chance to. But Heaven and Ale, it's a game that we reviewed as a group here. I think that was, was that our
0: first review? It of a might game? have been one of the first. It was it early. It was the very first. early on. I wasn't listening to you. What, what game <laughs> was it?
2: <laughs> Heaven and Ale. <laughs> yes. Was that our first review?
0: Um, I don't know. Why I don't even know. I yeah, repeated you don't it ask to him. Him. I don't know. It, yeah, I, it was pretty close. I know. Yeah, You're I know. I don't now. know why I, <laughs> I asked
2: you that. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I got a text. I'm sorry. It was, <laughs> was not uh, interesting radio. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyways, having a nail, uh, just a really tight Euro game that uh, plays quickly. Just that quick rondelle around the board. You can jump as far as you want. Can't go backwards. I love that mechanism in games. And yeah, this one is just great. Plays great at just about every player count. And I'm really excited to see what the expansion adds.
0: Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. New
1: barrels,
2: like we've talked about. So yeah, I'm yeah. super New excited. New barrels, and then white cubes. I can't remember what those are. Yeah, Phone. but yeah, foam maybe. Just got it. Have just no more point. head on your beer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Could okay. be. could be. Uh, so heaven and ale. That is my number forty nine.
1: Well, I have the first of a few capstone games on this list, and this might be the first one I played. If I'm thinking correctly, it is number forty eight. Hoshpo Connect. Oh, And that's nice. Uh, nice. Uh-huh. I dig it. I dig this game. I dig the coal in this game. I like this game quite a bit because of the tight action selection and it, it might have the tightest economy in any game. I mean, money is hard to come by in this game and I only really enjoy this game with the expansion i'll say that because it gets samey real quick with the with the tiles and moving down the tech tiles otherwise but i have the expansion it adds that extra round it moves it still moves quick and i have the variability that i want and i really like that game Hushville connect
0: yeah i i will i don't even think of that game without the expansion i mean i know it's a four round game and yeah absolutely so Great pick, great game. Absolutely.
1: That's my number 48, Hospital Connect.
0: Okay, my number 48 is Zolkan. Now, this is I mean, it's a great game. It's got the cool what do you call them gear things that you know with Gears, the time. Yeah. yeah, and so it's the longer you leave your, you know, your people on the wheels, the better actions that you can get. And then it's obviously just all about, you know, putting stuff into victory points. Um, another one that I really like with the expansion because I like the player powers. Um, I don't know if I, there's another part of the expansion I don't play with very often, but uh, like I don't even know what it is, but anyways, but it's still a very cool game. It's one that has kind of I don't want to say it's dropped on my list, but it's one of those that just as other games have come, you know, it's kind of gotten pushed back. but I still think it's a very solid game and very much on my list. and so uh, yeah, I don't you guys both play this.
2: yeah, yeah. I played it. it's not. Yeah not my favorite but i was going to guess so i'm going to guess Teotihuacan is not in your top 50 if this is
0: yeah i won't i won't yeah, leave you hanging what, no not it, i like Teotihuacan, but i need to play Teotihuacan with the expansion a little bit more i think that might increase it it for makes me, a difference but, i
1: really yeah. like that game uh but the thing that Zolkin does so well it's time as a tactile mechanism really really cool does it beautifully
0: yeah absolutely so anyways that's my number 48 Zulkin.
2: All right, my number forty-eight. It's a lighter game. I don't know if you, either one of you have played this, but this is it's an older game, uh and it is the downfall of Pompeii. The volcano you the
1: blowing one. up and stuff.
2: Yeah, you get a little volcano, and if you get one of those little tea lights, you can put it in there, so you get a little flickering out of there.
1: I have never played it, but this—I <laughs>
2: don't uh, for, know if he's joking right no, now. No, Are I'm not serious? joking. I'm from, not what joking. What know, Ritchie, from what I know of Richie, from what I know of Richie,
1: this is a total Richie game, though. Oh, wow. Like blow up other people's. People with the volcano,
2: and this is one where, and you know, any publishers that are listening, this is why you put your games online. This is one where I, I own the game, played it a couple of times, but I actually like fell in love playing it online and learning the actual strategy of the game on there. Uh, but in this game, you there's basically like two parts of the game. The first part of the game is putting out your people who are your uh, family members that you're putting out into Pompeii, and then you're you'll get uh, warnings that uh, the volcano is about to blow. And when it does blow, now it's just a mad race to get your people out of the city. And yeah, it's a simple game, but I mean, it it plays great at four. That's probably what I want to play it at each time because you want a lot of people out there. And, you know, you can, you're can you throwing people into volcanoes and you're trying to cut people off as they're leaving the, the town with the lava tiles as they come out. You try to block off exit so that other people can't get out. Uh, just a fun little family weight game. And we'll have to check it out one time. It's a, it's a good filler. Like it plays about 45 minutes. Like end of the night type game.
0: Hey, 120 new games this year. Oh, yeah. Put it right. on the table. All right, on <laughs> so that's
2: the downfall of Pompeii, my 48. Well, number 47 for me is another
1: Capstone game. Ooh. And this one has the potential to rise the more plays I get of it. We never reviewed it. I don't know why we never reviewed it. Just never got reviewed. But we all enjoyed it. But that game is Pipeline by Mr. Ryan Courtney with art, of course, by Ian O'Toole. I really enjoy how tight this game is. I like that it's an engine builder that you really have to fight to get going. Turn order can be so important in coming around the horn with this game. The strategies can be really interesting in this game. At first blush, people look at it and think you need to get those powers that uh, are available Each round, but really, you just kind of need to make sure that one person doesn't get more than one of a certain kind. And there are a lot of ways to sort of build your engine up. The more that you learn the game, and I want to get into it. I want to get more of those strategies. And I'm I'm interested in what the expansion is going to hold for Pipeline too. So
0: yeah, I think it was just because it was that weird space where you know we had the pre production copy and we did the stuff for the Kickstarter that once we got our copies, we just never came back and reviewed it. I think that's a good idea. I think we should circle around and come back and do that. Maybe when the expansion comes out, we do we, oh, yeah, a full oh, review. That's a great yeah. so Yeah,
2: because it doesn't even feel like a 2019 game. Even though yeah, it was, it's just
0: yeah. a little bit different for us. But no, but an amazing game. I mean, uh, definitely one of my favorites from 2019 for sure. Yeah, great pick. 47, Pipeline. Uh, My number 47 is going to be a game that one of those kind of games that I discovered by just a... A Weird chance where I was over at uh, a friend of mine's Michelle's and she had a game for sale and actually well my friend Dan bought it but we came back and we played it and I instantly fell in love with this game and bought it immediately and that's the Princess of Florence. It's a, a really cool game where you start off each round by doing an auction. And you basically have these different pieces that you can put up as an uh, as the auction. But once a piece has been taken, you then can't put that one up for auction again. And then after you get through the auction, then you have some action, you know, different actions that you can take. And you're kind of building up your plazio with these different buildings and then trying to do these works of art with, or I should say works, not art, but with these different people. And it's just uh, just a really fun thing. And then the the other thing I really love about it is, When you then score points at the end of doing a works, you can either turn those into money or basically I guess you make money and you can either turn that money into victory points or keep it as money. But that's your only opportunity to do that. You cannot go back and, and do it. So anyways, this is just a fun game that I love to play. And that's, yeah. So that was one of my
1: favorite decisions about this game is, and, and there are other games that do that too, but I, I like the, is it victory points? Is it money? You have to decide. Now, are you going to leave yourself enough to do something the next round or are you going to gamble and take points?
2: Yeah, great game. I And I actually own two copies of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the deluxe Italian version, which only... It has Italian-English cards, and I thought I was going to do the paste-ups, and that just never happened, so I, I was going to try to take a shortcut, and I just bought, I, in a trade, I got another copy of the game, hoping that I could just sleeve the English cards over the Italian ones, and of course, they are not the same size at all, <laughs> <laughs> so that did not work out, Fail, but a great game.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so that's my number 47, Princess of Florence.
2: All right, my 47 is easily the ugliest game on my list. And it's a game that we reviewed. Any guesses?
0: Ugly game? Well, there's a wow, lot of ugly I don't know. games that we reviewed. The ugliest.
2: The ugliest. I'm trying game to. Game that we reviewed. And the poorest production, probably.
0: Well, we haven't we haven't done Terraforming Mars, so that can't be <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, tell us. Huh? All, right, All right. It is Carpe Diem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I'll totally yep. vouch for that one. I'll agree. That thing is ugly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, it's, and there's going to be a couple other felds on here. And uh, But this is one of my favorite felds, one that I still play a lot today. I upgraded my copy just a little bit, but whew, that art is bad. And it, it it's you really have to sell that game to get people into it. I, I know you don't care about art, but most people, other than you, do. Right. And right. It, when yeah. you look at that game, you're not going to get excited about it. No, you're it. not. No, so, I, I mean, you really got to push to get that to the table and it it plays great it's a great kind of medium lightweight game that plays fast i love the scoring mechanism i would love to see that in other games because i mean that's definitely my favorite part of the game of trying to push people out of there now i'm glad that you enjoy this game richie uh, (laughs) well
0: and and i i don't want to make chad happy right now Mm -hmm. but this game has kind of dropped off my radar I mean, oh, see, I was I'm really, still
2: playing a lot, and you, I played a lot. See, playing online, that, yeah. I play. I, if I played online a lot, it obviously it's going to go up because I'm yeah. I'm getting more and more plays of it. See, so. for
0: me, that it, it has kind of just is dropped, kind of just out of my frame of mind. And somebody the other day even said, "Hey, let's play Carpe Diem," and I was just kind of like, "Nah, eh, let's do blah. something else." Yeah, yeah. and so uh, you know. I, I hate to make the chat happy, but you know, it's one of my most painful things I have to do. Just, yeah. Especially on this one. Yeah, he... exactly. Yeah. But, hey, Forum trade is way, way past any thought process. Oh, yeah. So.
2: No, one's, no one's asking to play Forum. No, so. no. No
0: one even, yeah, just mentions that game. So.
2: Well, whoever asks you to play Carpe, send them my way. All right, will do. So Carpe Diem, my 47.
1: All right, my number 46... Is a heavyweight. Richie hasn't played this one yet. Class has been bugging me to get it back to the table, but it is a, it's a crushing game. It's a soul-crushing game. It's so crushing that you could probably die by having too many graves in your town. It is antiquity oh. by the folks at Splatter Spelling, and man, I really like this game, but you can just choke the living daylights out of yourself if you do not plan for wood, Oh, or or you don't you don't make space for your graves or Richie would love this part you could move into somebody else's town space because that's what this game is about it's about building an old old town basically you could move into somebody else's town space and you could squeeze them out With your own pollution. So you could kill them, choke them with your pollution and graves, basically. It is a great game. It's very interesting. There's sort of a worker placement, but on your own buildings in your town. And the really cool thing that a couple other splatters have as well is you choose your own win condition by building this certain building or getting a special power that you want for the end game. And you declare what you're going to do, and then you go do it or try to do it. And I hope that you have enough wood to
3: do it.
0: Yeah, I... For me, I went with, for my top 50, I went for games that I've played. You know, I kind of in my head say I wanted to play them at least three times for them to kind of make my top 50. And so Antiquity and like the Great Zimbabwe just missed because they just haven't had enough plays of them. I think both of them with more plays would then easily crack my top 50. But And it's been a long time since we've gotten antiquity to the table. I, it, it's got to been over a year since we've pulled it out. So that's something we definitely need to remedy and get that sucker back to the table because I would like another crack at it.
2: And in Slack, and I've been talking about online gaming a lot at the very beginning of this episode, but I think Ben was pointing out that uh, all the Splatter games are available to play online for free. So I actually, I went to that site I signed up. I've been reading the rules, and I'm going to try out a couple of these uh, here pretty soon. So Good luck if you try out Antiquity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, Antiquity
0: is my number 46. What's yours, Clef? My number 46 is uh, from Mr. Stefan Feld, and that is Trajan. Still a game that, you know, when I first got this game, I played it a ton, and it was definitely a very, very high up on my list uh, early in life in... It's dropped a little bit, but you still, 46 is not a bad. It's still a wonderful, you know, Mancala. I love trying to figure out exactly how to get the little pieces in the right spot. And then, you know, then it's just a bunch of actions that you're taking. I mean, yes, the theme is pointless and boring and dull, but I still enjoy the kind of the, uh, just the feel-good Euro things. And especially when you can kind of combo some of those moves uh, is just a lot of fun. And it's just one that I still enjoy and, and like to play. I mean, I'll say this. I think maybe in a year when I do this top 50, I think it might drop off my top 50, but that still doesn't make it a bad game. It just, you know, it's it's one of those games that I just, I still like, but it's dropping. Okay. Well, I, I quite like that game, so I'd say good pick.
2: <laughs> and uh, I, I don't like this game at all. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's just a kind of a box of dull and boring to me. I know I, that I'm in the minority
0: on that one, but I just don't like this game. Yeah. So. I, I know I, and i can understand why but uh yeah still good for me so number 46 Trejong all
2: right my number 46 our first crossover and uh chad's sister doesn't know what she's talking about and that is stick helm you get to stay on the podcast buddy <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like i said it's one of my favorite trick taking games i love the just sticking people with their negative suit it is one of those games where it is even though it's pretty simple i mean you can play any card you want at any time but wrapping your head around making that work and when you play out of order you're you you know you're really trumping it's a great game so if you have not checked it out check it out you can get it cheap stick out my number 46
1: my number 45 is the first uve to grace this list we actually reviewed this game it is nushfjord I quite like this game. I like it, I think, at higher than two, although I still like it at two. But because there's a little bit of a stock sort of thing, I kind of like the way that that plays out at three or four a little bit. And it, I, the, one of the best selling points for this is that it moves quickly and uh, you feel like you've had an experience of a full UVA game in, in, in a good amount of time. And I also like that I'm imagining, you know, feeding um, senior citizens fish at this uh, senior home. (laughs) 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 There you go. Eat up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I really like Nusfjord. I think think it's a nice compact uh, exhibit of his
2: mechanisms. There's a little expansion where you can get a whale as one of your elders.
1: Oh, man, well. I didn't see that. That's not in the, the other expansion, is no, it? No, it's like the, in a,
2: like a little mini promo expansion that you can get out from Lookout Games. You even have to, you have a, to, you have <laughs> to cut out the cards yourself.
1: Slap a big whale
0: on the table <laughs> for the... Eat up, boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, that's 45, Nusfjord.
0: All right, my 45 is my second What's Your Game game on this list. And this one has probably is, – is one of my bigger droppers also. And I'm going to be quite honest. I think it's just because I just feel stupid playing it when I play against Richie. <laughs> I, I And this is Nippon. I love this game, but I just – the last few times I've played Richie in this game, I'm just like – I'm going like, God, I'm just stupid. I cannot <laughs> no. figure out how to – like it's not even close. It's not like, you know, at the end of the game, it's like, oh, no, I'll, you know, I usually one by beat ten. you
2: like 50 points or something. Yeah, yeah, at
0: least, you know. Now, granted, Richie beats most people at Nippon by like 50 points or whatever, but it's still, I don't know. So I'm just sitting there thinking, well, I, I don't know what it is, but it's it just is not maybe as quite as high on my list as it used to be. Well, let's ask this. Richie, how many online plays
1: of Nippon do you think you've had, estimate? Uh,
2: 60 plus, yeah. easily.
0: Yeah, So, yeah. Um, so there you go yeah but i I mean he's had lots of plays of lots of games yeah that's it madeira
2: i played madeira a lot online too and i i lose that game every time yeah now here's the thing one the rule book in nippon is terrible because there's a lot of things that are not really pointed out well in there and i i try to point these things out to clef uh at the atb con Corey and uh, tony and brockman i try to point these things out to them they did not listen to me and i beat them by 70 points so I don't know. I, I try.
0: I think for me, it's like, well, you know, you when you play a game, and obviously I was playing a thing wrong, where and I can't even remember what it is, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But it's one of those things, once you've kind of played it that way, maybe my brain just could not move on from that and say, oh, I know to do that, because I never even think about it. It's something where you like double do the. Yeah,
2: the fact that you can replace your own influence token, yeah, right. which which is an important strategy. Yeah, which is why. And yeah. when when I went online and played online, and I was getting blown out every game, I was like, okay, what's <laughs> what, what am I missing here? Yeah. So then, yeah, and and honestly, like I said, it's because Tony and Corey, who had also played the game before, they they were playing it the exact same way. So yeah. I mean, you probably taught Corey, but. So that's Guaranteed, probably, that's It's probably sure. still your fault. Yeah. So, oh, I don't sure. know.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, hey, don't get me. 45 is not a bad number. I mean, it's still a great game. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so that's my number 45, Nippon. All
2: right. My number 45, I, I know this is not on anyone else's list here, um, and that is Blood Rage, my number 45.
0: What, what are you talking about? I think that would be in my top 10.
2: <laughs> now, my only question is, cause <laughs> do you still own The Godfather? Yeah, I still own The Godfather. I don't know why you still own The Godfather. I, it's- I, I,
1: I still own The Godfather because it goes for $10 at the store. <laughs> well, yes, that is true.
2: They are giving it away. Yeah. And I also have a copy that I'm basically giving away. If you are looking for it, you can help me out achieve my New Year's goal of getting rid of 100 games. So, uh, <laughs> But with Blood Rage, I actually just got in all the, ex- the Kickstarter exclusives. They reprinted them in different models so they could actually re-release them. Uh, so I'm excited to get it back to the table here soon. But it's a good mix of area control, some Euro mechanics, some drafting. It's got everything that I want in it and Blood Rage. And it's it's better than The Godfather. So.
1: I won't fight you on that. The Blood Rage is better than The Godfather. If I had Blood Rage instead of The Godfather, I'd probably be slightly happier i wouldn't play the i mean i play the game with finn finn would like that game blood rage but i mean it's nowhere near my top 50 so there you go
0: yeah one terrible game is better than another terrible game great all right moving on (laughs) (laughs) oh
2: class (laughs) you realize nippon is just an area control game if you put out miniatures you're just yeah, this but the it's, got great, get, game, get uh, it's got that great. What's your game?
1: Get out of here! It's an got gr- that area
2: control game. What uh, is na- what is park
1: It totally is an area control Thank game, you. but it's got that great uh, points track that they use for every bland what's your game <laughs> oh, game, and it's and the so nice, beautiful, the nice mustard color oh, map. So beautiful! Oh man, yeah, you stop. Clef <laughs> you, you wears that. <laughs> the Clef wears his uh, art, um Who cares? Components as a badge of honor. So,
0: <laughs> I just find other stuff to be you know more beautiful. I'm a little more. I like the uh, obtruse. Or a truce. truce. Oh, he doesn't even know what he just said. <laughs> well, did that that
2: that complaint might have been right. That <laughs> he doesn't need to learn the, <laughs> English, <laughs> the language. English language. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so that's blood rage. My number forty-four, and Richie
1: might be mad at me for this, but my number forty-four is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. It's I on the like list this game. That's all that matters. Okay, it's on, okay. The it's on the list. I like 50. the game. It's all good. Yeah, so it's good.
2: Uh, I still think of it as an engine builder. I don't care what. Who cares ab- about? About that? No, it's definitely an engine builder, not a tab. It's it has essence of tableau building, but it it is a worker placement game first. You have to place your worker to to trigger anything. So, I mean, that's the main mechanism. But you have to build a tableau.
1: No, you don't. I mean, you could go. Have you won this game not building a tableau? You can go purple blue or yeah, blue
2: purple. Those are those are still tableaus. No, because they trigger once. A tableau, I would say, for it, it, and uh, you know, obviously, we're, we're just. We're just talking <laughs> out of our backsides here <laughs> I would say for a tap for it to be a tableau builder like it would be essential for you to trigger your cards over and over again but if you go heavy blue uh, purple I mean you're getting them once okay?
0: Are well, you waiting for me to back you up here? I'm, waiting. <laughs> I'm, waiting. I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, uh, let's just, uh, I think Chad called it a tableau builder like 15 times during the thing, so, it counts. so that counts. <laughs> I mean, they
2: said it 15 it times. It has essence of tableau build. I'm not saying it does not have tableau building in there, it's just... The worker placement stands above that. Okay, okay. Regardless, <laughs> it's still a good game no matter how you
1: slice it. It's from our uh, Italian designer contingent. We love those guys, and this is one of the ones that they've done right. So that is why Lorenzo Il Magnifico is my number 44.
0: My number 44 is a game the first time I played it, I didn't like it very much. Uh, Richie bought it and showed it to us, or Chad did, I can't remember, whatever, but we played it over at Richie's, I remember the night. And it was one of those games because it was so tight where you only get basically two actions around, and there's only like eight rounds or nine rounds. But as I've now discovered, as I've played it a little bit more, it's definitely every, you need to, as often as you can, be triggering an extra die, like a red die action every single round. And that is going to be Pulsar 2849.
2: Yeah, Chad bought that.
0: Okay, Chad bought it. Okay, I couldn't remember who which one of you, but I know played it. And the more times I've played this, the more I've just kind of, you know, enjoy the puzzle of trying to figure out of exactly kind of which way do you know? Do you go after uh, those uh, transmitter things that get you thing, uh get you different abilities, or do you go after the the pulsars, or do you just travel a lot? There's just a whole lot of different things you can do. Total, absolute, just point salady type of game, but I really, really enjoy it, and I, j- I just have a lot of fun playing this game.
1: It's actually very Feldian in that way, but. that's Vladimir Suhi and this is one of his great designs. And it is a, it's kind of a travesty that it's been that we're so cult of the new, because it's one of those that it has so much in the box that you can, tailor make your kind of game you want to play to and strategy you want to play to and really explore the game over repeated plays that it, it's really a shame we haven't played this more
2: together
0: yeah no expansion ever came out for this which
2: no is let's say weird. it's one of those games where i put it on my wish list and then i begged because you know i know so many people that go work for cge at cons to bring me back a free copy never happened and i just never bought it and i've kind of just forgotten. kind of forgotten about it yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed it, but yeah, yeah it, an expansion or yeah, just some I don't know. I don't know why I don't think it, didn't it really hit.
1: doesn't need an expansion. There's a lot to play Probably with in that not, box.
2: No, but I'm just, just saying, some... just to bring it back to mind. Yeah, yeah. bring yeah. it back
0: out into the. Yeah, that's the how cult mind. of the new we are here. Yeah. All right, well, that's my number forty-four, Pulsar twenty-eight forty-nine.
2: All right, my number forty-four is another Feld. My second favorite Feld. Just give a little spoiler there. Wow, I, oh,
0: I thought you were about think to guess that you would there. have three Felds on your list. That yeah, I'm uh, surprised
2: felds. at that. Okay. Actually, I think. Like, the last three times I played this, I played it with you YouTube player.
0: Okay. bor
2: Yep. bor I knew that would be on there. And it's one of those games where, I mean, you look at it, and there's a lot going on. The player board is insanely busy. Uh, but once you understand it, it, it's a smooth game, and uh, you get a little... Uh, not take that, but you can... You can block people out of actions, and mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy that. I like the map play, and I love the uh, getting the men and women actions and triggering yep. those and back and forth. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, if you like uh, Castles of Burgundy, for example, I would say that this is kind of like that next step above that. Um, so, yeah.
0: definitely one of the more busier player boards you will ever play yeah (laughs) and
2: this game i feel like needs a
1: plano in the box just as much as any of his other games do Uh, and i bought
2: bags um they i think bgg or i can't remember where i got them from but just to separate the tiles out and easily draw them blindly
1: Still a good a good game and and fun to see yeah. how different dice you roll can be important in different ways.
0: That's my favorite part is that whole dice. You know, like you get better actions with your higher dice, but then more people can obviously go to those spots where if you put a low dice there, you can kind of block them out of spots, which can you know, yeah, it's it's got a little bit of meanness to it, but you know, just solid good euro, I, a very excellent game.
2: All right, let's bore bore my number forty four. My number forty three. This spot has been
1: tricky. Everything fell right into place. And I will say about this list, you know, the 50 through 26, where they're placed is kind of nebulous. When you get down closer to the top 10, that, that's a more like solid, yes, this is above this, is above this, is above this. But anyway, this this 43 has, has had things switch in and out. But I'm going to go with this, even though I really haven't had a lot of repeated plays. I wish I could count this as a system, but I'm going to just count the one game. 1830, I put here. I actually, I've had plays of 1830, I've had plays of 1846, and I I think, I, I don't own 1830, I own 1846, and I think as of right now, I kind of like 1830 better because I like the stock shenanigans. 1846 is more about operating rounds and really running a good company and it can kind of run longer. Whereas we played a game of 1830 and it did run a little bit long, but it's because we were noobs and didn't know how to really make the, the train rush, you know, really how to push the game along. And I think as you get to know that better, the game will go faster and you can kind of accelerate, accelerate the game. And, you know, there's stock trashing that's a little bit more fun in 1830 should be fun to uh, get my copy of 18 Chesapeake too, to to experience a little bit of that on a shorter time frame as well. But 1830 was a game that I'm pretty excited about.
0: Yeah, the one play I've had of it was very enjoyable. And, as you said, it was a little bit tough because we were all brand new. no one knew how to play it. So we were struggling a little bit. You know, I'd done as much research as I could to play it, and it uh, obviously I only had the one eighteen forty six. It was the only other eighteen x game that XX game that I really had under my belt. But uh, I just didn't quite include it just simply because, like I said, I, I just don't have enough plays of it, and i I want more plays. Once again, I think that could crack my top fifty if once I have more plays. But boy, it's that's tough. I mean, you can't just have a regular old Thursday night. Hey, let's break out eighteen thirty type of thing. It's got to be a plan. It's it's a tough game to get to the table. And you can only go
1: faster with it as you play it, as you get better at knowing what to do with it and stuff. So yeah, yeah. it is a tricky spot. But I, I I just I felt like I really wanted to have it on my list because it's one that I get excited about. And Richie, we got to get you in on a play of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. this was the one that I was going to buy, and then. Clef bought it while he was in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I was bored. I needed something to read. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you
2: saved me a little money there and, yeah. and some space in my in my uh, game closet. Yeah, so
0: We'll definitely try to make it. We need to make a plan to try to get this to the table. Yep.
2: Good. Well, that's number 43, 1830.
0: My number 43 has already been mentioned by one of you two. And this is going to be probably, this will be the biggest drop. Uh, this was in my top 10 uh, a year and a half ago when we last did this. And it has dropped to number 43. And that's, Haspel Connect. Okay. Um, I love it. It's a great game, but it is just one of those games that uh, the, you know, the player interaction is not tremendous in the game. It's 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 more of a little multiplayer solitary game. And so for that reason, it is kind of dropped. And I I think as I've discovered other games that are more just, just I just like them better. And that's all there mm-hmm. is to it. Nothing wrong with this game. I still love it. I would still play it. As as Chad discussed, definitely a four player, uh, four round game. You know, with the expansion, but I still love it. I will say really quick though, one of the things that's interesting in that game is how you can hop on
1: somebody else's tactile and and go on from there, which I find to be kind of an interesting way of interaction because you're always sure. looking to see if somebody's going to do that to you and kind of maybe even cut you off a little bit as far as money is concerned. And so yeah. I, I do like that portion of it. So I don't think it's completely multiplayer, but I understand what you're saying.
0: No, no, I, no, I totally agree. But yeah, I mean, and they're still obviously pulling those discs is definitely not, uh, multi, is not uh, you know, that's interaction there. But yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, still great game. Still love it. Uh, number 43, Haspel Connect.
2: All right. And my number 43, it is a game that my wife told me to throw on the pile when I was going through and picking out <laughs> my top 100. And you told her no. And I told her no. And it's just because she's a, you know, she's a bad sport when it comes to this game because I beat her every time and I don't care and I still like it. And it's so a Cromer and Key Sling and that is Coal Baron. Oh, wow. Lighter, lighter game, but there, I still, yes. I, I love the, you have to be efficient in this game. You get so many workers that you can use in around. It plays quick. It's easy to teach. You got that nice tension there of when you're trying to go take particular actions. Uh, I, you know, I probably won't play it too often since the wife hates it, but I still enjoy it quite a bit. I did not. I didn't like the card game all that much. The card game was fine, but
0: when the game is as light as it is, you don't need. To yeah, you don't need a, a card, card game, game version, and that yeah.
2: seemed to run about the same time. It's like time length so you might as well just bust out the board game.
0: This is a great, almost I would
1: say, gateway plus game if it's not gateway. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's a good example of why Kramer and Kiesling are such great designers. Yeah, no, that's a great game, great pick. All right, that is is Col Baron, my number forty-three number 42 the first is this the first it might i don't think it's the only it might be the only anyway this is a Kanetia that i really 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 enjoy and it's because auctions so modern art is is right Ooh, in there for me there's a the
0: second top 10 that's dropped down it did, from, drop, mm, down. It did drop down it did
1: drop down i will admit my tastes have changed quite a bit since our last one yeah but i still really love this game because if you like auctions bro we've got auctions modern art has about five or six different kinds and i have two versions of this game crazily enough i have one that has a squeaky gavel in it and one that has a wooden gavel in it and
2: depending oh, did you on, pick up the korean version yes i nice. did yes i did i uh, just sold my uh, uh the simon version yeah i can see why but i still
1: like my squeaky gavel and it just doesn't go with that really <laughs> nice real art you know right 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 but Uh, This might be the one game that I have two versions of, and it's kind of shameful, but I still really like playing it. I like announcing and really trying to sell the art and banging on the gavel. It's a great time, Modern Art. Modern Art, my number 42.
0: Okay, my number 42 was just mentioned by Richie just a couple of moments ago. It is my second Feld. And that's Bora Bora, and I think we've talked about it, so let's just move on. So, yeah, number 42, Bora Bora.
2: All right. My 42 is a game that we reviewed this year. I definitely liked it the most, obviously, since it's in my top 50, and that Porte*, And that is from Portal Game and Ignacy Trebuchek. and great worker placement game. We reviewed it. Go check out the review. I love the game. It's a game that I have played uh, you know, after we review a game, we usually have to move on to something else, but it is a game that I have played a couple times uh, at home with Jessica and uh, since the review and truly enjoy it. It is a really nice production, really good
1: rule book for once, uh, really enjoy and still want to get more plays in a porter
0: Yeah, I would agree. I This is one of those games that I don't own it and sometimes I wish I did, but then again with my, you know, our purge that we're kind of doing, I really don't want to get a copy of it because... I think i have yeah, just two copies
2: up. in the group. You're good.
0: Yeah, it's all good. So, yeah.
1: My number 41 is one that, again, I, I like some of these, I haven't had as many plays as I'd like to because it's a very recent game. But my number 41 is Mark Hybo, Alexander Fister's latest. And I would say, man, I would say it's, it's one of his better ones. He's, I will admit, like the rest of us, I didn't care for Blackout as much, but. This one is a fantastic melding of some of his stuff from Mombasa and some of his stuff from Great Western Trail. And I like I said I'm really beguiled the extra uh led the extra campaign aspect to the game really makes the game interesting in little ways to change the game and you just want to keep playing. It's almost like a Lay's potato chip where you just want to keep going and going. So that's why it's it falls to number forty-one for me. So that's Marcaibo, my number forty-one.
0: All right. Uh, well, my number forty-one is actually a new game from last year uh, that uh, I really enjoy. I've played it quite a bit, and that is Barrage. Um, definitely a. Heavy player interactive game where you really got to be careful about where you're trying to get your water supply from because somebody can sneak in there and take it away from you. So, this game, if you don't like mean games where people can mess with you, you're not going to like this. But if that's your cup of tea, it's definitely a good one. It's uh, just got a lot of cool aspects to it. It has some cool player powers, and um, it's a game that uh, I even think is better with the expansion. A lot of people it's so much already they don't even mess with the expansion, but, boy, this you then get these private buildings, and then you've got these other contracts you can do. It's just a tremendous great game. I mean, the you know, uh, the Italian guys, they did uh, knocked it out of the park with this one again. And, uh, yeah, it's a great game.
2: This is one that I played uh, with Tony and Chad and Brockman at uh, ATB Con, and whew, Chad put a whooping on us like crazy. Oh,
3: nice.
2: <laughs> Tony did too. That's why I did not feel bad about killing him, him in the yeah. pond. <laughs> so <laughs> there's yeah, a reason. A that, there's a reason that this
1: is my number two of last year. It's it's a game and and any other year it would have been a number one. But it's
0: it's a great game. Yeah. All right. So that was my number forty one barrage.
2: All right. My number forty one was already mentioned by Clef and is one that we got to play together and we got to play the uh, expansion that I would say is essential and that is Railroad Revolution. And, like I said, go get that expansion if you still have the game uh, and give it a shot because it, it changes it dramatically. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's my number 41, Railroad Revolution. My number 40 is uh, another
1: game that was just released this past year and it has shot up because of its solo play for me, which I don't play much of. But since it's a card game, I don't have much setup. And that's really what's contingent in solo plays for me Marvel Champions the card game. I really, really enjoy this game. I know that you guys are surprised, a, but I, I have a great time with this game. I really like multi-use cards, and that is constantly what you're doing with this. You're constantly getting a deck and trying to decide if you need to play this card now, or you need to save it, or you need to play it for resources. Are you going to hold it in your hand? You know it, it. And then each deck is different heroes. Now, there are scenario decks too of bad guys, but I'm I'm so much more fascinated with playing each hero deck and how to how to get the most out of those hero decks. It's like Captain America is great because he has leadership and so he has all these allies that fight with him as cards and Iron Man has to build his suit first before he can really become effective. So you're really trying to search your deck and ramp up and build those suit pieces out which really then just multiply his power. Great game. I really enjoy it. That's Marvel
2: Champions. Uh, that is a, a little bit of a shocker. for A little me.
0: bit of a shocker. Yeah, but Chad's going to give us those shockers. So. Yeah, you Good. will.
2: Yeah, I, I'm awesome. excited to try. I don't like. I don't think it would ever replace like uh, Arkham Horror for me, just because I don't. I don't care about superheroes all that much. You um, care about Cthulhu though. No, but I care about superheroes less. Like <laughs> I don't care about the Avengers. Like I can't watch grown men in spandex, you know, running around, you know, pew pew pew, doing that pretend so <laughs> I can't. I can't get into those movies for that reason. I know they're on a green screen stage. They're just. It's. I don't know. It's silly for me. So I just can't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Even though I'm, I don't care about Cthulhu either, I, I care about superheroes.
1: I really... Okay, so now I want to know your take on Game of Thrones, because that's like people
2: in tights and stuff going... Ay, ay, ay. Oh, I like know, Game I, of Thrones. I, I watched the late seasons What's one. the
1: difference between pew, pew, pew and... Because they,
2: they, have, they have no problem killing... Like, you know, when you watch a superhero movie, you know nothing's going to happen to them. Even when they killed half the universe, you know they're bringing them all back. Okay. And I haven't even seen it. <laughs> and I just... I'm going to guess that's what happens. They bring back a bunch. They're not bringing back Robert Downey Jr because he's moving on, right? Wow. I, I don't Spo- want to spoil spoilers. it to anybody. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I didn't spoil anything. I haven't seen it. I just know he's doing other projects. So uh,
0: I, I will say this. There are people that die at the end of the Second Avengers movie.
2: Like Game of Thrones though. Like the red no, wedding? Oh, no. Exactly. So I it's not there's no, there's no there's no there's no We really just, you went know off what's going to happen here. I will just <laughs> say though
1: that Arkham Horror, I don't like drawing chits out of a bag to determine if your whole last hour if you fail the task and that ends the game for you
2: no i mean you just gotta play faster i don't know why you're taking an hour
0: <laughs> there's a lot of chance in
2: that i don't i don't care yeah, there that. is i mean but any of those games you're i mean you draw them from a deck hoping you get your cards
0: i've obviously played neither one of these games i have no idea
2: <laughs> well, like well i, said, I think out. i would like it yeah. i just the theme doesn't
0: i do think you would too me.
1: but that's 40 marvel champions
0: all right my number 40 is not marvel champions it is anachrony this is to be so a very very good worker placement game um i've played it with all the different modes or expansions or ever you want to put it but actually i really this is one game where i actually like it as the base game better i think the expansion kind of makes it a little too swingy in my opinion so it's i just really like the solid base game
2: yeah and you're just talking about the so, first expansion
0: yeah, 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 I'm not even talking about the new—I <laughs> don't the know, have those even come out yet? I don't even know if— they're... No,
1: I don't think it's been released yet. It's okay. very close, but yeah.
0: I'm just talking about the expansions that came with the base game originally, um, that I've played those. And like I said, I just—I like the base game. I like the just the worker placement, trying to get the different buildings and building up your own little area, and then kind of trying to get to those places out there first. I do like how it—the var- variable ending time, where— it can go all full seven rounds or, you know, it can end early by taking those those tiles down. I, I I just I still enjoy this game a lot. I still think it's a lot of fun.
1: I like when you can put out those big plastic mech suits and go pew
0: pew at each other. <laughs> Only if they had spandex on. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: if, you know, I like wearing the spandex and then no, never mind. It, okay, yeah. go ahead. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, moving on. <laughs> Number forty.
0: Anachrony. All
2: right, uh, my number forty is Airlines Europe. Eleanor uh, Moon, one of his older games. It was a kind of a redo of Union Pacific, uh, kind of a stock game. It's, I mean, it's really only, I mean, it, it's almost like an area control game as well, because you're you're basically trying to take control of those stocks as you pull them off the board, and trying to pump up your whatever airline that you kind of have the most holdings in. So. Uh, we play this. I think we played this when I was injured,
0: right? Yeah, Me, you, yeah. and Josh. Yeah. Yep. That's the only game I've, you know, it's only time I've gotten to play it, but I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought it yeah, we should definitely fun. play it again.
1: It's a good little classic. Look at Richie here, classing up the joint. I come in here with Marvel Champions, and Richie's over here with a robe and smoking a <laughs> pipe <laughs> saying, <laughs> Airlines
0: right. Europe yeah, is a very good very game. Nice uh, oh, air <laughs> control <laughs> auction game. <laughs> <laughs> have you
2: gotten the chance to play this one yet? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I like I this yeah. game. Yeah, so we'll have to bust it again. I think it plays best at the, the full player count. So. We'll, we'll have to try Wait, it again. Is that four that or is that five? Five. Five, okay, five. Yeah. definitely. Okay, cool. All right, so that's Airlines Europe, my number 40. 39 for
1: me is the first of the Lacerda. It is The Gallerist. I quite like Lacerda. If you haven't listened to me, you will find that out quickly. Uh, this one is a little bit lower for me, but that's okay. I still really quite like the game. I like the the way that you can kind of build on kicked out actions this game is not as good at four because of that but it is fun to sort of chain actions together and really work on making the money and making your economy and and trying to manipulate just those four simple action spaces
0: uh, this will be the first point in the podcast that Richie and I will point out that Chad is wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's a great game. When he, I mean, you got it high. It's it's in his top fifty. Uh, thirty nine people I'm
0: giving him a hard time. No, that's yep. No, it's it's wonderful. It's a great game. And we'll point out when he's
2: wrong later on oh. in the list. So okay, yeah, good
0: point. Good point. <laughs> thirty nine, the Gallerist. All right, my number thirty nine is uh the second new game to my list and you know i'm gonna have a lot of new games because really my list uh, and we didn't really talk about how we kind of did our list but i just kind of went on these are the games that just really get me revved up and i enjoy so it's not one of those things where i'm like oh well you know it's so brand new i shouldn't get it in on there it's just if it is it's on there and i'm i'm putting it on there and i know it's a little bit of a rant so i'll just move on now <laughs> but my number 39 is crystal palace I really like this game. I really find the choosing your dice action every single round to be just a a lot of, you know, interesting decisions. And I got to get a play of this in at ATB Con with with Ben Coberley. And a few other people. And it was just, I just remembered how much I really, really enjoy this game because I hadn't gotten to play it since we reviewed it last. And just, I just love it. I just think that all the, you know, getting the tiles to put on your board and everything is just, it's just a lot of fun. So it's just one that, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe in a couple of years' time, this may not be as high as it is. But right now, I still think this is a one. I'm still looking to get it back to the table. I really uh, enjoy it at, uh, the five-player count, which a lot of Euros, you know, you don't want them at that five-player count. And I think this one works well at it.
2: Yeah, great game. And like I said, it does play well at those higher player counts. Yeah, And yeah, nice, tight economy. Can't can't argue with you.
0: It's yeah. a good game. All right. Number 39, Crystal Palace.
2: All right. My number 39 is the last of my Feld games and my favorite Feld, and that is Castles of Burgundy. Uh, it's definitely the, I think it's the second most played game between me and my wife. So um it's one where i was shocked i mean when we got into the hobby you know we got in playing like ticket to ride stuff like that and we looked up you know like the best two-player games and this was high on that list at the time and i was shocked that i got her to play it she truly enjoyed it uh, it's great uh, dice manipulation game and um i'm sure we'll hear about it again here soon on other lists uh so yeah castles of burgundy I'm really surprised that this is at 39 for you. Actually, I thought it yeah, would be it's higher. One that, to be honest, um, I mean, I just have not played because we we have played it a lot. Like in, I mean, between me and her, we've played it about 40 times. So it's one of those games that we didn't even have that many games when we first bought that. So that hit the table a lot, yeah. and I just haven't gotten back to it all that much. I probably. Yeah. Probably once a year now. Once yeah, or twice a year. That
0: Same thing happened with my wife and I. We played it a ton when we first got it. And now, yeah, it's it's pulling teeth to get it back out. Yep, I yep. agreed.
2: But I still enjoy it. Uh, so Castles of Burgundy, my number 39. My number 38 is another
1: Pfister game, Mombasa. I most enjoy the card play in this game and trying to figure out which piles you can pick up and which ones you're going to lay down together but of course the area control aspect and trying to push other companies out while getting special bonuses is interesting as well. This was one of the first that really made me, you know, stand up and take notice for Alexander Fister and so I I still quite like this game. Maybe not as much as some other Fister games, but it's it's still a very good one.
0: Yeah, you know, I I love this game. It's uh, obviously I love Fister. This a tremendous game. I know this is definitely, um, you know, going to be on Richie and I's both of our list. Also, hey, you don't know my list. I know your list. (laughs) I know every one of your games on your list.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see when we come to the top ten. But that is my number thirty-eight, Mombasa.
0: All right. My number thirty-eight is another. What's your game? And this is Signore. Uh, It's a wonderful dice drafting type of game. Um, Yeah, the mechanisms are pretty dull and boring and obviously as you guys would say the the board is kind of boring but i love it it's a game i love i love to play this one um two player three player a four player i mean it's once again i can really play it at all player counts it's it's very enjoyable i I like it a lot i prefer it
2: at the higher player counts i don't know if like if two i don't know if i'm picking that one of the what's your game games but but yeah great game overall still in my collection I I like Signore because I think it does dice drafting so well.
0: And all right, that was my number 38, Signore. All
2: right, my number 38 uh, has been climbing. I'm actually shocked that this game got up so high. Once again, it's probably just because I played it a lot with uh, Jessica uh, and our other group that we play with once a month. And we just started the legacy version of this, and that is Clank, my number 38 here. And it is, I don't know, it's just a fun family weight game. Like I said, we just started the legacy game. Uh, And I don't even mind that it it goes longer. We've got in two games in one night, and they were definitely longer than normal Clank games, but still enjoyable, still fun. It's a family way game where you're just running in, getting your stuff, building your deck, and trying to get out and trying to get out before anyone else does, and hopefully the dragon kills them while they're below the depths.
0: Mm. I just started this uh, just this past week. Uh, My wife, Jake, and his wife, we all started it, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a great legacy game. We 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 all died.
1: Did you really? all died?
0: <laughs> all died. Oh, we man. were all above ground, but we all died. Oh wow! Um, I died first, and then yeah, it was just like boom, boom, boom. We were we were all just yeah, not, not, we all died. <laughs> you guys are greedy. We were we were kept trying to go deeper, and we kept wanting to try to hit the different story things, you know. So that right. was uh, you know, but you know, but I loved it. Uh, yeah. We only got in the one game of it because uh, it was our first learning game or whatever. But I mean, it's it's clank with just. Cool stuff happening. I'm excited to continue to play it. I think Richie, you said this maybe last podcast, and said I think legacy games are best when it's a an existing
2: yeah solid game or solid game already, solid game already yeah. that
0: then they turn it into it. And I and I think Clank is just perfect for it. Yes, and yeah, I think uh, we're scheduled to do it here in the next couple of. Uh, nights or whatever and i'm for a second game and i'm i'm really looking forward to it i hopefully maybe we can get like a couple of games in a night
2: Yes, yeah we got another uh, i think the 22nd we're gonna do another yeah day and drop the kids off at grandma's house and
0: go play some so there you go awesome
1: yeah we kind of stalled out with (laughs) with with other stuff being going on at home right now but uh, i'm we're excited to get it back to the table we've all had a, a good time with it good deal so that is clank uh my number 38 My number 37, I can sit and acknowledge that this game has its flaws and its detractors, and I can't disagree with most of those, but I still enjoy this game for what it is. I have the expansion that I haven't gotten to play yet, but it is still a fascinating game to me. It is Tricarion from Mind Clash Games carry-on has a really interesting action selection mechanism where you have cards where you're planning to go and then you all flip them over and depending on who is going where first with how many action points, you can sometimes get locked out of places or not have enough money to do what you wanted to do. The biggest problem that I had with the game in my first couple plays is the performing in the theater aspect, which is integral to winning the game as far as I can understand is very wonky and it's hard to describe and it's hard to do well and it's the first the first printing of the rule book was not even though it took up a whole page was not very clear. And so that's the wonkiness of this game. That's the overbaked aspect of this game and one that I can tell why people are having misgivings about it. But I really like the extra planning and trying to build towards things of of getting resources to make your tricks and go higher and higher on those on those levels and it's it's a brain burner but i i still enjoy it
0: i i cannot decide i (laughs) every time i play this game i'm like did i really like that or did i hate that i just can't which is unusual for me there is a lot of planning in this game and it's i don't kid yourself when you if you play this game at the full whatever the normal rounds are not that quick version Yeah, buckle in um it is it's going to take you a while there's just a lot it's not even ap wise it's just you got to plan your cards and then once you planned your cards then you got to plan okay well that person has that card do i want to go there first or do i want to do this first and do i need this thing to do my trick to do this there's just it's a lot i mean i would say i lean more towards i like this game i want to try it again um However, I mean, like the last time I played it, it was like a, you know, five hour game. It was a four player game. You know, it's it's long. Yeah. Don't it's gonna take you a while. Not that, you know, I'll play long games if they're enjoyable.
2: No, it's but it just, feels long. That's the it, thing. It does. It does. You definitely feel, long. feel the length. I would agree. Because yeah. I like I like the theme. I like the art. Oh, I love yeah. the mechanisms. I love everything about this game on paper. It's just every time I've played it, it has overstayed its welcome. But, you know, if you if it does not feel long to you, then Then I would say it's a great game.
0: I I almost would say this is that type of game that it's, you're going to play it once a year. Like, you know, and the problem with that is, then you got to go back over and refigure and out and all the it rules again, again yeah. you know. Yeah. It's it's not a game you can get to the table a lot
1: to, to be able to know reno- uh, unless you have yeah. the group and then that yeah. that's what's going to make it enjoyable sure. Is sure. I, I mean, know yeah. I know somebody who really likes this game and he plays it every month or a couple of months and you know, then you start to, to if you can do that with a group, you start to really get into it and it moves sure. quicker and sure. but yeah, that I understand all those all those uh, aspects of it. But it's still my number 37, Trick Carry All
0: right. My number 37 is is another new entry. And this is a game that um, from the moment that I played it the first time, I just really thought it was a very cool puzzle game that is tough. I mean, it's a very, very hard puzzle. And that is uh, another new one from Capstone, Cooper Island. I really like this game. I really like the... The puzzle, it's very quick. I mean, it's only five rounds. And you really are taking, for a lot of the game, only two actions. And then you might be taking maybe three actions. So the game goes quick. There's still a lot of player interactions and the fact of what spots you go to, because if you go to other spots that people have been on, you have to pay them resources. So I just really have found this one to be a very interesting puzzle that I just, I enjoy it. It just gives me those feelings that I like when I'm playing a game.
2: Yeah. Great game. And you know, there is a solo deck. I'm not going to spoil the other thing, but there is a solo deck because just for the audience to know. Ooh. Clef has started playing solo games. Okay. Well, he well, just well, played his be- the best solo game that he's ever played. This was this was uh, we, can't, we can't we can't say it, we're though. You can't say it. We're
0: not we're not gonna say what it was <laughs> yet, but I will I will allude to I did play a, well, I've actually played it twice now solo and, Oh wow,
2: I didn't realize you played it twice.
0: And it is it's pretty darn good. I mean I'm I'm enjoying it.
2: Shocked. Well <laughs> <But, laughs> so there is a solo deck where you can go against Cooper in this game that you I, can order.
0: I might have to look at that. Directly or I have to from, order it. You gotta order it. Limited oh, okay. limited copies
2: far. through uh capstone. Oh well,
1: that's very cool. I like that. I need to play this game. I've Again, I, I've said it before, but I've read the the uh, manual. I, I I'm really fascinated with
2: what this oh, game that's tries right. to I do. I
0: Forgot that you haven't gotten this one in. Okay, no, I need to oh, play we'll have it to do that quickly. Okay, yep. so that was my number thirty-seven, Cooper Island.
2: All right, my thirty-seven is another key sling and this is one where I, I'm not going to say that you should run out and grab this game. I love the game. <laughs> I don't think necessarily everyone else is going to love the game. Well, and that Clef is just running I know, out to get Clef that game. Clef is running in. off. <laughs> 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 uh, so my 37 is Vikings by uh, uh, Kiesling, just uh, just by himself, uh, Michael Kiesling. And it is just kind of a, a funky Rondell auction-style game if you play the advanced. All, if, you, if you do check out this game, play the advanced mode where – uh, you have the auction in there, uh, but I love it at two-player. I love it at all-player counts, but uh, Jessica and I play it a lot at two-players, and that that's probably why it has climbed the list so high. Like I said, I'm, I'm not going to tell you to run out and grab it. I, this is not a game for everyone, but it, it's a, a, a fun little you know light Euro game. It's and,
1: not a bad game at all. It, no. You're right. It is a fun game, but it is teetering on my pile of... To get rid of all these games at once Shell. and i get it i get it i can't argue it did you teach me this one
2: <laughs> yes you have played it <laughs> i think you played it twice <laughs> he was so excited he was like
1: well i'm gonna play vikings and get another wow. new <laughs> new to me <No>. game <laughs> um
0: i don't remember it
1: <laughs> i like the auction that's the advanced variant right i, yes, like the auction advanced. I think all
0: three of us played it together
1: no you and i played it at Yeah, i no, mean you've
2: played it i think me and you have played it more than once yeah we have okay we mm-hmm. played yeah. it a couple times I can't. I know I've taught you this game. I'll look it up in the BG stats later. But. And okay. I totally
1: see why Jessica smokes you at this game. You, yeah, no,
2: you really have to. The money is super tight, and I just start. Throwing change around, buying <laughs> there aren't any buying even all types any of loans in this game. No, but if there were, you'd take them. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my number thirty-seven Vikings.
1: All right, my number thirty-six is also another fairly recent game. Nobody's going to agree with me here on this one, but I recently got the expansion, and that's what's kicked it up a notch. My number thirty-six is Underwater Cities again by great designer Vladimir Suhi, the the new expansion gives you a jump start so you don't play round one essentially so it moves the game along. You've got new player boards which eh w- whatever. Uh you they're they're double uh, layered or dual layered so stuff fits in there if you like that sort of thing. But then there are some new goal cards to go for and some new cards for each age. And this is why I like this better than Terraforming Marge. There are three ages of decks so you're never going to get a card that really doesn't work in the round or the phase of the game that you're in not very often anyway but i think it goes long so i'm happy to have that shortcut in the new expansion and i like it best i think at two i will play it at three not at four at all uh,
0: does the expansion add those three ages of decks or was that in the normal game
1: no that was in the normal game
0: okay it's been a while since i played the the right the, the base game um, I, I'd be willing to try the expansion. I'd be interested to see. I mean, I didn't absolutely hate underwater cities. I just thought it was a little too long and just wasn't, you know, just kind of outstayed its welcome and didn't didn't jump at me enough to you know want to continue to play it or whatever. But I'd try the expansion. I mean, I'm good.
2: I, I played the one solo game and I <laughs> it it just reminded me too much of terraforming Mars yeah. and I just I'm good. Okay, hey, if you it's on the table, I'm gonna play the game. But sure. I would just prefer it not be on the table.
0: <laughs> all right, you're pretty much well, gonna well, play any uh, game. I ain't to gonna the bring
1: table. it around you. That's my number thirty six. Underwater cities.
0: My number thirty six is Shakespeare. Um, I love Shakespeare. I don't know. A lot of people probably find this to be a very boring game. I know Chad thinks it to be very themeless. You know, because you're just moving up tracks. But that's all good with me moving up tracks because I I like picking out the you know you got to draft the cards. And do you go for the cards where you're going to do the sets or are you going to do the the costumes or are you going to you know, put the, uh, you know, do the actors to move you up the tracks. I just, I've always really enjoyed this. It's not a huge point gainer. I mean, you get into like 20s, that's about the highest you're going to get in that game. I like that. It's really the, uh, you know, the first on the, every turn, you're going to say how many actions you take, and then you're going to basically expend each of those people that you take an action with. So you can't keep using the same person over and over again. Um, I even like it. I, I should say, I even like it more with the new backstage Expansion. So now there's even some more things that are going on. I don't know. I just always have liked this game, and I, this is just one of those that I always would like to play let me be clear i really
1: do enjoy the mechanisms of shakespeare my only problem with it is this is a subject a theme which i care deeply deeply about and i felt like it was a little bit of a missed opportunity where they could have done a little bit more with a theme and even named those tracks instead of like track one track two sort of thing you know you could have had the stage manager track or the you know it's as simple as that it doesn't even take much work Again, I like the mechanisms. I just felt it missed a beat, and it—it's as if. Well, think about this: what if there was Buffy the Vampire Slayer game, and it was just move up tracks? I mean, you'd be well, you'd be sad about the wrong
0: that. Person, you know that, but I mean, <laughs> you'd still be sad about that. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I get <laughs> I get what you're saying, and it, it to me, I I'm sad that they missed that beat because that might have been more people would have enjoyed it, and it'd be a little bit more uh you know popular, but um. Yeah, I get it. I mean, Chad is the person that when we asked him to name all 44 Shakespeare plays, I mean, he did like 43 and yeah. figured out the one he couldn't right. do, he about killed himself. <laughs> uh, so I get it, Chad, I, I do. Um, but for me, you know, that uh, for those of you who maybe don't figure this out, I'm, I'm not very eloquent like Shakespeare or anything like that. So uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. It's just the mechanisms that I like in the game. But yeah. But anyways, that's my number 40, no, 30.
2: Thirty six? Thirty six Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah. My
0: thirty six Shakespeare.
2: Good game. I, I want to try the backstage. I I sold I, I did buy the backstage, but then I sold it before I actually played with the expansion. Uh, so I do want to try that.
0: No, hold on. You bought the expansion and then you sold the base game before you got the expansion? No, no,
2: no. I sold it with oh, the with, the expansion? <laughs> yeah, with okay. the expansion. I just never I never got to play the expansion. I'm pretty sure I sold it to Michelle, actually. Um, so my number 36, uh, was already mentioned by Chad, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and this is, I think he said that this was his lowest Lacerda and this is my highest Lacerda, uh, and my favorite. And that is the Galler's number 36. I like Lacerda. I'm not huge on Lacerda. That's why there's only one in my top 50. There's a couple more. If you go below my top 50, um, just cause sometimes he just goes just a little, a little too far of what I want to play in a night. Uh, but this is my favorite. It's definitely his lightest, which, I mean, it doesn't mean all that much. And I actually got to play it recently here with uh, Jessica with the little scoring expansion, which I really like how that changes that little intermediate scoring. Uh, it kind of gives you something to go for. I think, actually, I would always play with that, especially with new people, because that just kind of gives them a goal to go for. That is the gallerist. Agreed. I think, though, I will say that Richie just likes this one because
1: he has that Andy Warhol wig and sunglasses that he always puts on when he plays it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) um, yeah. Yep. All
2: right. (laughs) The Gallerist, my number 36.
1: My number 35. This is a game I don't get out often enough. It is a long game. There is a lot of bookkeeping involved in it, but it does worker placement and area control in a way that I really, really enjoy a sad thing because the designer of this game just passed away recently. And this is Chad Jensen's masterpiece dominant species. This, the way that this works, it, it is area control out on the board, but everybody is a different species and trying to manipulate their specific power However, it also has the same thing that Bus kind of does, which is worker placement spots on one side of the board, and those resolve in a certain way going down the board. And it's always about timing and using what your your species does best, but also trying to use the great timing of those, those, those cards that come out because they're really powerful. This, all by itself, if I had just this on my list as a mean game, it would be a mean list because this is a pretty brutal game and that's part of why it doesn't get played very often also you got to have just the right player count in my opinion i know some people want to play it at the full six or whatever but that's a really long game and i'm not up for that so kind of three or four is is where i sit with that game but i really like it it's mean Uh,
0: you need to Make me get this to the table, because I've only played it once at two-player, and I don't think two-player is probably where you want to play this game at. I I want to get this to the table.
1: No, so, it should be a night where Josh comes over and the four of us play it. Yeah, be yeah that'd be fun.
0: Okay, let's let's definitely plan on that. Yeah, I, I think this is a definite game that will make my list one day once I get more plays of it in.
2: Yeah, I have, n- have never played it, and... I want to get it played. It's a total Richie game. And my number
1: 35, Dominant Species.
0: All right, my number 35 is uh, another capstone, a reprint game, and that's Lignum. I really enjoy this game. It's a, you know, you're moving around a, basically a rondelle track, and you can go up as far as you want to to get the item that you want to, but then, you know, you're missing other spots that uh, you left behind, and other people can obviously go and grab those things. And then it's, it's really about cutting logs you know kind of uh you know and storing them and getting victory points for them a lot of planning i mean you've got to be real careful and if you screw some things up you're you're gonna it's gonna be real tough for you to win the game um i like it i I enjoy it It. It, most of the player counts. It's probably better at three or four, but I mean, I'll play it at two. But for the most part, I find this to just to be a, a solid, good game and very much enjoy it.
2: Yeah, it's a game that I want to play again. I only have the one play of it, but I enjoyed it enough where I tracked it down in a trade just a couple months ago, so I, I want to get more plays then.
1: I have one play as well, and I definitely play
2: it again.
0: All right. So that sounds like one I need to get to back to the table for you guys. So, yeah. All right. and that was my number thirty-five, lignum.
2: All right, my number thirty-five. I, I honestly, I did not think I was going to like this game uh, when it was first suggested. And the first game took about six hours, maybe five or six hours. Uh, Clef, myself, and Josh struggled through the uh, the first couple of uh, ages, and that is Arkwright, uh, which has uh, climbed up the list. Uh, quite a bit especially for the type of game that it is and I love it it's a game where I mean honestly if anyone calls me and says hey you want to play Arkwright I'm coming <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, case in point the yeah right text <laughs> Richie and
0: said hey we got Arkwright on the table we need yep, another player I'll,
2: I'll be there in 10 minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs> got, got there in eight
2: yeah great heavy e- economic game it is one that it's definitely intimidating I, I don't want to sit through any more rules teaches of it so it's it's hard to want to play that with new players, but it, it is a game that I want more people to be exposed to. It,
0: it, and it's not necessarily the teaching of the rules. It's the fact that for the most part, you really have to hold the people's hands yeah. as the game goes on, which obviously can hurt your own experience because you know, you're know you trying to play your game and yet you're trying to f- help them too. That's the toughest thing about that game, I think, is is having to, when somebody doesn't know it, and especially... If they're not used to that heavy of a game, because it is... It's heavy. I mean, it's got a lot of strategies and a lot of trying to figure out that uh, appeal track. Ooh boy, that is that can be a, a tough thing, and it can be mean, and that's for darn yeah. sure. So, but yeah. I if you're not
1: that. if you're not ready for that appeal track and it's your first play, you can get crushed by experienced players, completely crushed. And the 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 math is a real thing in that game. You just cannot play that game without having to calculate. Yeah,
2: just get a calculator out. You got to
0: get a calculator. I mean, it's it's a must and. It sometimes is one of those things where, you know, when we've started to do this, where you'll make a move and you got to move your, uh, you know, your prices, you know, that will affect your appeal track. And it's almost like you go ahead and start your turn because it's going to take me a few minutes to sit here and try to figure out where I really want to then end up on that appeal track. And so I can make it go a little bit longer if you take too long, if kind of what you're doing. But all right.
2: That is
1: our crate. My number thirty five. My number thirty four. Well, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes I like to build an underwater city. Sometimes I want to smash other species into oblivion. And sometimes I just like to make pretty, pretty dresses. And so my number 34 is Rococo. And uh, I really, I really like the hand management aspect in this game. I, I I, actually really enjoy what the theme is. I like the resource management as well. And the, the jewelry expansion adds a little nice wrinkle to it as well. So uh, Rococo is is number thirty four.
0: Is that why you wore a dress tonight? I was trying to figure out why. That yeah, I, I, I'm that surprised was... you hadn't asked yet. <laughs> I, yeah. well, you know, I just thought it was a Thursday night, a regular <laughs> Thursday you night, know, night for me. Well, that
1: that can happen too. But okay, uh, all right, you know, <laughs>
0: it's very nice sunflower dress. That's that's really nice. Yeah, I was, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I was going just back through a couple of our uh, recent episodes and our Predator Porter one. You said because you we were talking about how the theme doesn't really matter in Predator Porter. It could be anything, right? And but Clef pointed out, you know, Rococo is kind of the same thing. But then you said that Rococo that you would argue is kind of more closer to like a party. And I'm and I meant to ask on the episode, but what type of parties are you going to? (laughs) (laughs) You're building fountains. (laughs) I go to parties where
1: sometimes (laughs) I've made a nice frock and I want to stand near the doorway. (laughs) Okay, that's. oh boy
0: so in honor
1: of my sunflower dress rococo makes my number 34 solid game solid
0: game oh yeah yeah in all seriousness that's a great game yes. all right so my number 34 is one a very old game but just got a brand new reprint uh but i will say this totally different game i mean still same mechanisms. But they really, really change the game. So, but what I'm talking about is still the old game at this point, and that is Calus. Really, really like this game. Um, it definitely can be very mean, but it also can be at a point where it's not very mean. Where sometimes the the provost is, is a big pain in the butt, and sometimes the provost can kind of get flying up there, and you're not even worried about him all that much. And so it just all kinds of depends. Um, you definitely can. You can go heavy into buildings. You can go heavy into building up the castle. Uh, The favors can be just absolutely just you've got to go after certain favors to kind of keep your flow going. It can be so tight because you have to pay a dollar every time that you have to go put out one of your workers out on the board Um, and even more if other people have passed. I I just I love, love this game. And just real quick side note. So when I first started reading the new rules for Kalos 1303, and I realized there was no money in the game. I was like, "What? How is there no money in Kalis? I, I what?" And yet, I see it now. It works. Uh, they, okay. they basically there's in you know it's it's a little bit different. I would say at this moment, I still like the original Kalis better myself. Um, even since it does, it's you know has clunkiness to it i don't think i like how they started with the favors and i realize i'm giving just a real small tease here and i probably don't want to but um i, I but i haven't played enough i'm, I'm not sure so I'll, i'm just sticking with talking about the regular old calis love it you know one of my favorite games of all time and comes in at number 34
1: Cliff just likes it because it has a grumpy guy on the front and, and <laughs> that's true and he identifies with it so yes <laughs> this is the classic euro box
0: that's actually a uh, self-portrait. Uh, somebody. Uh, yeah. They. they uh, oh, I thought it was going to be in
1: a sheriff's outfit. I d- totally didn't understand. Oh. Chad. Well. <laughs> well, I need to play now your fighting words.
2: <laughs> I need to play your uh, the new copy because I was this was going to be one of my ten purchases of the year, and I was going to buy it sight unseen. But I.
0: Uh, play it with me first. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Play it with me first.
2: All right, my number thirty four is brussels 1893 it's a game that i tracked down a long time ago uh, because of patrick on blue peg pink peg and i think him him and rob is one of their favorite games i I know i ordered my copy from germany i I had to print off the rules but it finally got reprinted by z-man not too long ago it may be out of print again though If it is, that's a shame. It should come back. It's a fantastic uh, worker placement game where you are uh, basically bidding on the cards below with your worker placement. But you can, I mean, it's it's got a lot of mechanisms going on, a lot of things that you're trying to balance out. Uh, It's another game where you know I really want to play that at a higher player count if I can. Uh, It goes up to five. I would say that that is ideal, five or four. Um, The two-player game is fine. It's not, you know, you have these little blocking pawns, but. Uh, it's a, a great worker placement game if you have not checked it out already.
0: I cannot agree with you more. Uh, this is one of the first games Chad ever taught me. And it was one of the first games Richie oh, ever yeah, taught that's me. Right. So wow. It's a At, circle uh, of punch boardiness. Prince Con, right? Uh, Prince yeah, yeah. Con. it was great. Oh. Uh, love this game. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, might be uh, hearing this one on my list uh, coming up a little bit uh, later. Fantastic. All right. So
2: that is Brussels 1893, my number 34.
1: All right. For 33, I have a crossover alert. And here I'm just going to say it, all right? I'm a, I'm going to come out and say it. I think this got a 4 for me. I maybe uh it's still a 4, but it's like a high 4 now. I was wrong. I'm going to
2: say I'm he, wrong.
0: I think he's trying to change his tune a little bit here cuz <laughs> I know what game he's about to say yeah. now. Yeah, do you? Yeah? Oh, I know exactly okay. what game he's about okay. to say. Okay. Okay, tell me.
2: Wait, are you but you're still saying just a high 4. Yeah, you're, you're it's, still you know, not going to take gonna this cross over five. to the 5.
0: I, I, well, based on what a 5 is
1: supposed to be, yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: I mean, yeah, it's in your top f- 30 of okay. all time okay okay I mean, yeah
1: probably then probably yeah uh yeah I, I could give it a five sorry raymond
0: he's the one who <laughs> still just does not quite get it but, okay uh, anyway he's, he's it's, getting closer it it's like. arkwright so
1: <laughs> oh. oh you tricked me <laughs> i didn't trick you
2: you just oh, guessed wrong i did guess wrong it's ah. arkwright I can I pretend know. like I guessed right because I did not. <laughs> oh, say I go totally as far guessed as wrong. I, no, I, I was thinking I, the same I know, thing.
1: He say, yeah. I yeah. I dinged it because it, it our our plays took a long time and it was very calculator. I, I
2: forgot that you gave Arkwright a four. What, yeah,
1: and him' got a five. What. I know. You I know. know what? Well, Your we just said I. I will admit Your that sister. I was wrong. <laughs> it's
3: smarter and I will shame.
1: admit that I was wrong. This is a. That's one of the few times I've changed my review. Let's say so. Anyway, we haven't even done punchboard previous <laughs> plays on that. But I will say, Arkwright is a great game. It's not an all the time game, but when you get it to the table, it's. It really is a great game. There's a time and a place for it, but man, it's it's so good. It is really back and forth, and nobody. Does that appeals track really like Arkwright does? And it just makes the game. It just is what the game is. You can add in the special powers, and that's little icing on the cake, but that is that is the game right there, that appeals track, and up and down there. And it's just it's uh Stefan Reisthaus's best, best mechanism right there. Mm. So that's Arkwright, my number thirty-three.
0: Perfect. My number 33 is another What's Your Game game. I'd say that a lot during this (laughs) list. And this is the good old multi-use cards, uh, Zango. Um, Very enjoyable game where... You're doing different actions, but when you play, you can either take a, play your card into your tableau that will then give you different abilities there, or you can put it up to do different actions, but the number that you put up there will matter depending on if it's higher or lower than the number that was already there for you to be able to kind of then trigger all the cards in your tableau. So just an amazing tableau builder. I just one that I always enjoy playing. I think it's about to get a... Reprint?
2: Yeah, that should be the next deluxe version. The
0: next deluxe version.
2: And then they hinted that Nippon would be the next deluxe after that.
0: Okay, yeah. So um, I wish they would just uh, also figure out how to get uh, certain new Not games gonna happen. out.
2: <laughs> just be happy that they are... You know, well, you I, I'm telling
0: you right it. now, if AI doesn't come out this year, I'm you're, you're calling not, somebody. You're I'm just going to call it yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah, okay. People will
2: just be on the <laughs> might alert. just you be might my wife, but I'm calling somebody. <laughs> somebody. And then you'll buy it when it comes out. Yeah,
1: I just want to say uh, this actually reminds me of Deus in the engine building card stacking mechanism. It's it's a much heavier game than that, but it kind of reminds me of that triggering stacking thing. And it, it's a very great game.
2: Yeah, great game. Uh, the only reason it's not on my list is I've only gotten two plays, even though I own it. It's just because since we play so many new games yeah, over yeah. and over, it, missed my it, list. it will definitely um, hit once I get more plays in.
0: Yeah, I know uh, Joe Froysted wants to get a game at this end because before the deluxe version goes to yeah. Kickstarter, he wants to know, obviously, if it's something he's going to like. So we'll have to get that going, too. So what do we got about, oh, I don't know, 60 hours of games that we all need to play <laughs> throughout right, this? That's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. Oh, boy. I can't wait to retire and live in an old folks' home and just play board games all day long. Maybe <laughs> got to get it done at PPCon. <laughs> Ooh, when's PPCon? I don't know. We'll talk. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Okay. Ben Corberley's ears just perked up. I bet. <laughs> all right. So that was number 33, Zango. Uh, my
2: number 33 is also a What's Your Game title. I know this one's going to be higher on Clef's list. And that is Madeira. And this is one uh, that is slowly climbing. It took a while just to get my head around, uh, you know, just how everything works on the game. I love the, you know, you're taking the main action, but you're also need to plan if you want to take that second action uh, when you're going through the uh, resolution of all the uh, different spots. Uh, Great game. It's one that I'm glad they have an online version because that is the only reason that I've gotten into the game as much as i as i have because i've been able to get on there just pull levers and learn the game whereas you know i've only played it in real life like five six times
1: i agree completely with what you're what you're saying this game even as a lucerta fan this game was really intimidating to me at first my first play i was like oh my gosh melted my brain probably more than most of the games i've ever played but i i came back to it and it's been very rewarding since
0: it is definitely a brain burner and it is an interesting game where sometimes the main action is not always the end result of what you're looking to do because you might need that secondary and trying to keep your pirates up or, or down, I should say. It's, it's, it's a game that definitely takes some brain power. I am going to make a prediction though. This is my prediction. I predict that this time next year, assuming that we do our top fifties again and the same time. My prediction is is after the expansion and the new deluxe version comes out, this will rise significantly on your list, Richie. That is yes. my prediction,
2: and I can see that. Just, and we have we've played with a small part, just the setup part of the expansion, and that was fantastic. Yeah,
0: just looking on. <laughs> yeah, Paul Brogan's
2: YouTube. <laughs> yeah, just pause his video like, oh, and use it. There we paused it and just use the thing. Yeah, that yeah. that alone has uh risen the game so yeah, absolutely yeah number 33 madeira
1: my number 32 is something that i'm always lately trying to get to the table and get played because i am really enjoying it we'll see here if clef finally acquiesces but that is my second canicia stevenson's rocket i really really like this game i like the route building in this game but more than anything with a route building game or some of these train games there usually is kind of an opening But the really intimidating thing about a game that's as rules light as this is, is that there's not. You could do anything, and then the other people around the board have to pay attention to that and use their strategies accordingly. So the first couple plays of this game are going to be like, I I have no idea what I should do. I have no idea what to focus on, where to start. It's basically, you are getting, getting... Uh, stock in industries you are trying to build your routes to towns you are trying to build little stops stations basically to get points from passengers you can do all those things but once the game starts to build you can see strategies where you can get more points or cut people off from points and the more you play it the more you see it but it it is really a great game but it takes some plays to see that
0: this is a game i want to dive into more so you should be happy with that. I mean, I want to try it again. Uh, the last game we played, I I really got you know, words. I shouldn't use right now, uh, <laughs> but I I definitely want to give it another shot. It's it's different, um, especially you know compared to like say Age of Steam or Railways and Upon. Definitely has a different route building feel to it.
1: The language is almost different, like how, you know, it's not like drop this cube off here, that sort of thing. It's a different kind of, because Kenizia doesn't play other people's games. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to make a railway game, and yeah. here's how I'm going to do it.
0: Right, right. But yeah, uh, you can see the solidness in the game. I just, I need some more time to wrap my head around it to kind of understand it.
2: I haven't played it, but I'm I'm definitely willing to try it. That is my number 32, Stevenson's rocket.
0: Uh, my number 32 is mentioned by Richie earlier, and that is Ground Floor. Uh, mine is, I'm just going to straight up just say regular Ground Floor, because that's the one I have played the most. Um, we talked a lot about it, but you know, just to echo, I think one of my really favorite parts about it is the... You get these different floors as the game goes on, and they're each individual different powers that you will basically only have. There's, I guess there's two floors of each type, but for the most part, and it just makes for a unique game, and it plays a lot of players, you know, five or six really well. I've always really enjoyed this one, and like I said, I think we've talked plenty about it. So that's my number 32, Ground Floor.
2: All right, so my number 32. I actually hated this game the first time I played it because I played it at four uh, with three other people, who were ex- extremely AP, and uh, that is Five Tribes, and I actually came to love it just playing it two-player. I think that's my preferred player count. I don't necessarily need to play it at any higher player count unless everyone is just going. Not sitting there staring at the board trying to find the absolute best move. Well,
1: I will say, I I totally agree with you, but only as long as it's with that Whims of the Sultan expansion. The reason being is because then it makes that bidding for turn order much more interesting at two-player where it wouldn't normally be. Because turn order, you're bidding points. Those coins are points, so...
2: Yeah, definitely. And, and w- when we play, we play with everything except for the Thieves little mini promo expansion mm-hmm. that came yep. out. I just cuz I mean even at two uh, it just doesn't make any sense to play that one.
0: No, I, I love this game and I, I want to play this the two player the thing that makes it a little bit. That's one expansion I haven't played. I've played with pretty much all the rest of them. And because I think the one thing that I've not liked about this game like you just said, is the the bidding for turn order sometimes I just feel like is kind of arbitrary, especially like at two players. So I'm interested in trying that out.
2: Throw it on the list for uh PPCon. All right, so that is Five Tribes, my number 32.
0: I hope PPCon is like three weeks long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my number 31
1: is again the Italian contingent of designers we love so much, and one of one of. Well, maybe this is the first one that I had played from them, and that's The Voyages of Marco Polo. And I just really love this dice dice worker placement game. It does it so well. It can be really expensive and punishing to travel, and people say that that's not uh, good for the game. I disagree. I'm not really excited that much about Marco Polo 2 because I like that it's hard to travel. I like that it's like a Fister game, where you don't know how to do that strategy until you've really played the game. And also, it is very much like some of the other games in their oeuvre that you have to look at the board setup and decide your strategy based on the board setup. Makes a big difference. Great game. Really fell in love with it. Love the Love the... Love the variable player powers in this one. That's a biggie. That's my number thirty-one. Voyages of Marco Polo. Uh,
0: my thirty-one is also from some Italian designers that uh, are that we love, and that's uh, for Newton. I've cooled a little bit on Newton from when we first started. Still a good game. It, not a lot of player interaction in it, but you know, still a fun little engine building game where you're. You know, building up your your tableau kind of in your actions as you go along. Looking forward to a little expansion that's coming out. For some reason, I, I right now I am picking the wrong company to get my pre orders <laughs> through. When I got Kalis thirteen oh three, it was out everywhere except for miniature market. And then they of course they finally got it in. And now Everybody has in the Heaven and Ale and the Newton expansion, except for cool stuff. And so I'm still waiting on them to get it in so I can get it shipped.
2: Mine's coming tomorrow, along with my Heaven and Ale expansion. So I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you but got yeah, yours great. at miniature market? Yes. Yeah, I should have <laughs> switched. Gosh. Ooh,
1: you know what I get on Saturday?
2: What's that? Clinic. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Newton. All right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. I, I want to try. I will try clinic. Yeah, uh, Newton's a great game. I'm excited to see what the expansion has. I have also cooled yeah. on a little bit. It's not in my top fifty. Definitely still in my top hundred. Probably even my top seventy-five. But solid yeah. game. I'm yeah. right there with you.
0: Absolutely. All right, number thirty-one, Newton.
2: All right, my number thirty-one. This is another game where. And I can't necessarily tell you to run out and grab this game, Um, (laughs) but I like it a lot. And that is uh, Legacy, the Testament of Duke de Cressy. And I'll be honest with you, it's definitely the theme. I like worker placement games. I love the theme. I love the family tree building aspect of it. Yeah, I I can't really tell you much more why this is so high on my list other than the fact that it it gets to the table quite a bit in our house and I think we've played. We've all played it, right?
1: Yeah, yes. you taught it to us. I had a either. blast playing I this game. I enjoyed it a lot. Too. I laughed so hard. We told those stupid stories about the people that. We're getting married to each other, and I, I really like this game. I it's still I found it for really really cheap after after you had taught it to us, and so I still have this game, and it definitely stays on my shelf because I remember how great that play was.
2: Yeah, it's just a fun game, and even the expansion, which is it's not a great expansion, but it allows you and because it, it just makes the game a little too long and it complicates it a little too much for what this game is, but it allows you to like basically trade off your cousins to other families. And you're trying to. Give away your your cousins for favors from other families and stuff like that. It it adds to the kind of just <laughs> weirdness, right and the, <laughs> it adds to the weirdness and uh, makes the game fun, but definitely probably takes it one step too far. Uh, but if you have not checked it out, check it out. and That is legacy, the testament of Duke De Cressy my thirty-one.
1: My number thirty is a uh, a favorite of crisscross, and uh, that's because it's bus from Splatter Spellin'. <laughs> And uh, we've been playing this recently uh, quite a bit, at least I have. I, I like this game. I like the toughness of it. I like where you feel like you did uh, had a great round, and then somebody just turns around and takes all your passengers away the next round, and you got nothing. Bupkis. And it it can move fast if it's not at a real high player count and everybody knows what they're doing, and so uh, enjoy this one a lot.
2: Yeah, this is one. It's not in my top fifty yet, but I, I think it will be there. You know, next year when we do this, because I just got my copy in a trade. Uh, really enjoyed, really enjoyed our last play at ATP Con uh, with uh, Patrick and Jason. And yeah, I, I see this one climbing for me.
0: Uh, totally agree. I, I just had not played enough to include it in my top fifty yet, but I I see this definitely entering because the games we played are absolutely great, and I'm looking forward to playing it some more. Number thirty, bus. Uh, my number thirty is um, a game that Chad has already mentioned, and this is a game that I, when I first got it, I I played it a ton, and I love the toughness of it. I love that it's just not intuitive and easy to play, and I I even like the fact that you know you're. You know, you're getting to lay some pipes during the game. It's just just a lot of fun. Uh, for me, a lot of people maybe not, but I love this and this is pipeline. So I, I think this game is tremendous. I think it's got uh, you know, I just it's it's one of those games that I think throughout time it's just gonna grow for me because it's not a game that just kind of you go, oh, I just got it figured out and I know exactly what I'm doing because every game is, is just, just a little bit different. And like you said, with the expansion coming, I think that's just going to amp it up even more. So yeah, I, I this is a game that I'm going to have in my top 50, I think, for a long time. And it's dependent on what other
1: players do too. That's why you have the market there and some other stuff, that turn order. Like I said, you really got to watch what other people are doing if, they're, if they've had experience in this game or
0: you're not going to win. So. Yeah absolutely
2: yeah great game we need to get it to get it to the table here soon
0: I would totally agree with that all right so that's number 30 pipeline
2: all right uh my number 30 and this is the number one game as far as plays go between me and Jessica and that is White Earp I think this is her favorite game of all time uh and it is it's not part of the mystery rummy series but I would say that it's Mike Fitzgerald's best rummy game uh it plays great at all player counts but especially at two and three uh, I would definitely recommend it you check it out, especially if you play a lot of two-player games. But with this, it's you're trying to you know build capture points on the different outlaws that are out there. You're trying to block other people from being able to get in on uh, different uh, outlaws and steal the money away from there. This the last time I played this, Jessica. Literally threw down her cards and walked away from the table, and she said, "I just need a minute because I had, <laughs> I had, because um, they have hideout cards, and you can throw. Yeah, I played this with you, didn't I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this. And yeah. you can, if you throw a hideout card on someone else's uh, cards of that particular uh, outlaw." You're they they can't score them, but you could just with one card. So it, it can it can cause a little tension in the in the Turner household. Uh, oh, but it's a, a great game if you're looking for just a kind of pure card game. I want to try this one. And that is wide herp, my number thirty.
1: All right. Well, moving on down this list at twenty-nine, I have a crossover with Clefster. And again, we talked about it. It's because it's such a great dice drafting game. It's Signori. I like I like the decision of having to having to choose your dice wisely and wanting to take the bonus or wanting to get the more powerful dice, and uh, that's always a good squeeze. Then I kind of enjoy the theme and the thought of you know marrying off your daughter to somebody powerful or trying to trying to send your son off to do these special things to get to get more powerful accolades for the family. But this isn't by any stretch my highest. What's your game, game? But I do really like the dice drafting. Yeah, it's a great game. So that's my number twenty nine, signore.
0: My twenty nine is a game that I've actually I, i've taught it to two different people here in just the past week, and it's kind of rekindled my, you know, my love for this game. I mean, talk about a it's a just a great tableau builder. It's not super long. You can play it in forty five minutes to an hour, and I just really enjoy it. It's ugly. And I'm even going to tell you it's ugly. (laughs) It must be really ugly. Uh, That's Deus.
2: Yeah, Um, it is ugly.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) ugly. But I enjoy this game. I enjoy it a lot. I really like the you know, you you put down a card and you put out a building and you'll do one thing, but then you come back, you play another card in that same row, and then you trigger that new card, and then you get to trigger that other card. And then you go back and you do it again, and you get to trigger that new one and the other one and the other one, and you just start to you can get some really cool, powerful actions. In the game, you really, uh, you don't know who's winning because it's really kind of, uh, you know, hidden victory points. So there's no like, Oh, I'm just getting beat really bad, or anything. Just you don't know until the end, until you add everything up. Um, I just, I've I've just really, really enjoy this game. And now, this is one of those things that I sit there and I think to myself, you know, I do I enjoy this game more than Zango, which is, you know, kind of the same, similar type of game. And I don't know if I do. I mean, really, honestly, you take any one of my 26 through 50, and I could probably switch them all around. I mean, it's not. They're not like, oh, like you were saying earlier, Chad. I, I think compared to like my top 10 that I really think are amazing. But I really like the fact this is easy to teach. It's easy to get to the table, and maybe if it didn't look so ugly, maybe it would be—I don't know—more, <laughs> you know,
1: more talked about. I don't know. I don't think it's horrible, but I, you know, of it all, looks the like games, yeah, like the itself, it looks like the yeah. a prototype. Yeah, like the map itself looks like, yeah, yeah, the that's the box, what it is. The
0: box is still cool, yeah, yeah the and the and cards, uh, the card the cards art is are fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, but
1: with the new, so, the new expansion cards are really fun. That they. We have really switched it up the egyptian cards yeah and
0: i and you know I, I taught two new people so obviously i just taught them the base cards sure. or whatever so but I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to get those back out too because i haven't gotten to play those a lot um this is one that my friend Corey uh, and i played a ton you know just two-player and it's a really good cat and mouse game kind of at the two-player marker but you know plays well more player count, too.
2: Well, I want to try it with. I sold my copy to Chad before they had announced that expansion. So I do want to try the expansion deck. You can't right.
1: try my copy because you <laughs> sold it. <laughs> ah, Th- technically, point. that's All my right. copy.
0: <laughs> All right. Our number 86 of games that we need to play. All right. There we go. Uh, so that was my number 29, dais Deus. Uh, my number twenty nine
2: is another area control game. I I do love those, and that is Mission Red Planet Second Edition. And uh, this is one where the reason I like so much is that it, I mean it, it gets a little bit more raucous as far as because you can blow up other people's ships when they're trying to get on it, stuff like that. It is I like the whole countdown mechanism of you know trying to count down the the different roles and revealing them at different times, uh, and trying to catch people uh, and trying to screw them over. So. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, the new uh, printing, I cannot remember who put out the second edition, but they did a fantastic job with the art and the production. Uh, definitely check it out if you are into area control games. Uh, so that is my number 29, Mission Red Planet 2nd Edition.
1: My number 28 is Watergate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't,
1: I couldn't help it. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Watergate. Uh, it's It's last year's release from Capstone. Great two-player game. It is a card-driven game, but it plays snappy. You each have your own deck, which is another plus, so you're never playing a card down that doesn't benefit you, hopefully. It, it really does what I want a card-driven game to do in a tight, snappy manner. And I just, again, once we play, I want to play again. I want to play with the other side. It's one of those, it's small, so I put it in my pocket and go downtown and just ask people if they want to play Watergate. It's a great game. Really love it.
0: Maybe maybe you could get Donald Trump to play it with you. <laughs>
1: uh no.
0: I, thank you. Uh, well, I don't know. That think kind of kind of fun. No, thank you. Oh, okay. All right, just checking. <laughs> That's my number twenty-eight, Watergate. All right. My number twenty eight is a you know point salad. Points, 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 but I really enjoy this game, and it is a worker placement game where you're building up your tracks to do fun things, and you start off with simple black tracks, and then you turn them into brown tracks that turn into beige tracks. I don't know. They are just tracks, and then you've also got some industrial like factories that you use, but it's all about getting points, and that is... Russian Railroad. It's a great game. I mean, fantastic it's... fantastic
2: game. I, I have no clue why it's out of print. Just I yeah, because it's from it's Z-Man. Z-Man. Games. Yeah, that's uh, the that's the issue.
0: I guess so. But yeah, I'm I'm glad I got and I have all three expansions. Um, of course, it only has two, so I don't know how I have all three. But uh, it has a lot of mini expansions. Oh, okay, as well. I don't think I just have the uh, just German, the German, and the, and the, the American. American. Yeah, there's
2: a lot of engineers that you can get. Like no. in promo packs and stuff like yeah, that. All right,
0: yeah. So, and I just recently played the German again and played it with the coal, and I I love the coal. I love the getting to pick new things to go onto your map, but I also like the American with the stock, you know, market and everything. Is just cool. I mean, just it's a it's almost feels like an entirely different game than any three of mm. the I can't say I've it's probably been a while since I've played just the base game I think I've most yeah. I play either German or, or American but uh just really solid game that I love
1: I have to admit this is a good pick it's definitely gooder than a lot of other games you've named so far wow show fire. <laughs> wow <laughs> all right
0: 28 a little, chippy. a little bit better than the other games I've named so far <laughs> Russian railroad
2: all right my number 28. I thought it was gonna be an Arkwright killer. It's, I still love Arkwright, but I do love this more. And I mean do you want guess I rated clap? it correctly.
0: Do you wanna guess Clap? I think I'm done guessing. <laughs> but uh I'm 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 in a little bit of a shock that uh twenty eight, what? It's only
2: been out a year.
0: Right. Yeah, twenty eight <laughs> is pretty darn high. But dude. you rated it a six. Yes. That's
2: true. That that's like contention for all time. That's not basically close to 10. everything past here. I mean, we're in six territory. I have a lot of sixes. Okay. I all got right. a lot of That's fair. Well, okay. That's
1: maybe some, some uh, messed up your curve there, I think.
0: No. Oh, no.
2: I I've rated this correctly. <laughs> You're, and right. it's climbing. Your voice it's got really high there. <laughs> it's climbing. And it's climbing. Um, so City of the Big Shoulders. I don't even know if we said that. City of the Big Shoulders.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. We just all figured that one out there. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: by Raymond Chandler III. Uh, fantastic game. We reviewed it. Go check out the review. All I want is just more and more companies. Just keep those companies coming. That's what I want. I just want to see more. And I don't even care. So, like, the expansion ones, I know we have a problem with you being able to start with an expansion one. Just because they can be a little strong. Just break all of them. Just break all the powers and make them all strong. I'd be... Excited about that? Maybe
1: yeah. I mean you. You could probably have more expansions of that. I mean, like you know, si- like City of the Smaller Shoulders or or Township of the Tiny Hands or
0: <laughs> something like that. You could you could do that. Well, his sister sounding more, yeah. more smart every moment. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: so I know we're, we're gonna talk about it uh, more with Clef by his reaction. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on, and uh, that is City of the Big Shoulders, my number twenty-eight game of all time. I think that's a, a very fair ranking as well. So, <laughs> all right, well,
1: my sure. number twenty-seven is multi-use cards, and I love multi-use cards. So, one of my favorite engine-building games with multi-use cards is Imperial Settlers, Empire of the Empires of the North. Sort of, I mean, it really is like the same game in a lot of ways. I really enjoy the system it's it's very fun to play with a new deck and sort of figure out how to make the cards you get work and plan how to set up your engine and run it and run it until you have enough points to win and so that is really the hook for me I can play this several times because I can try to uh, figure out how to play with all the different races and expansions that there are out there for the two the two games imperial settlers really does it for me
0: yeah i mean never was my t- cup of tea but i mean i know you guys both love it and
2: uh it's a great game the, the imperial settlers is my preferred version i i think empires might hit the sell shelf uh just because it's still new i can probably get a good flip on it um because i just don't know if i need all three but i can't disagree with you that they're they're both good games
1: That's number twenty-seven, Imperial Settlers.
0: All right, so my number twenty-seven is my first Vital Lacerda game, and that is the little grape game called Vinos. It's a good game, and when I say Vinos, I'm talking specifically for me, the two thousand and ten original game with the bank. You don't have very many actions in this game, and so every action you do needs to count and be very, very important. And you really got to get your, those, those barrels up to the, uh, Oh, what are those people? The, uh, the experts or whatever that they're called. You want to get those up there so you can start getting those extra actions, uh, to, to get things rolling. But I, I like it. I like, I really actually kind of like this one at the higher player count because you can't, you know, if you go to an area that somebody else is, you have to pay money to them. And so it makes it even tighter. Uh, I, it's, it's one of those games when you, when you first don't really know what's going on, it can be confusing. And, Chad, if you remember the game that me and you played where we had played the new 2016 and we decided we were going to do the 2010, we're like, oh, we no problem. And, boy, we screwed it up bad because we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, there was the infamous, you know, Chath- Chad Death Spiral, you know, uh, Vino's game that we've played. So it can be tough.
1: Well, like you said, the bank makes it that much tougher when you only have those few actions. So if you if you are playing the 2016 game, yeah, it can be tight with those few actions, but it's not as punishing monetarily. But with the bank, if you screw up and, and don't plan very well around that, we call it a quadrille because it's like got the you know, it's like a grid of spaces that you have to move next to. And so if you don't do that right, you're, you're going to be
2: hosed quickly yeah fantastic game it's definitely my second favorite Lacerda it came in at 66 when i did my rankings but gotcha great game. Right.
0: well for me that is number 27 vinos
2: all right my number 27 uh it had dropped quite a bit but then the latest expansion has uh pushed it back up and it is my second uh favorite rosenberg game and that is caverna the cave farmers and you know what? I would even play it again at seven players. I'm, I'm going to throw that out there if what? Wants to try it. Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> yes, especially with the new expansion where you have the uh, different player powers and the new tiles that are coming out there, which mix up the uh, what the starting display. Uh, great worker placement game. There's a lot going on. Uh, the setup is insane. You definitely need to insert for this game, uh, and you got a lot of wooden bits in that box. But like I said. Uh, the new, the latest expansion uh, fixes the problems that I had as far as the 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 statics setup for buildings out there.
0: I want to play it again. I really enjoyed the play we had with that expansion. I, I'm looking forward to playing it again. I want to play it too, just not at seven.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, okay. We'll, well,
2: well, three player plays great. I would great. say I'll play three player. Uh, I'm not uh,
1: playing at seven. If there were seven. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, let's play Watergate five times. <laughs>
2: so that with is the other two people. <laughs> Uh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is caverna uh the cave farmers my number 27 all right this is the last time around fellas my number 26
1: and honestly uh, this is to me just from a design standpoint i believe it to be personally the most and this word is thrown out around a lot but i believe it to be personally the most elegant design of the what's your game games and that's nippon I think that what Nippon does is honed pretty well with not a lot of fat on the bone, and it can move quick if everybody knows what they're doing. It does what it wants to do with not a lot of other other things, and, uh, and it has great decisions. It really moves. I don't play it a lot with Richie because, you know, I... I like to have some chance of winning and not feeling bad about myself, but I still like Nippon.
0: Like I said, it just makes me feel stupid right now. I, I figure it out.
1: <laughs> it's a good game. I like it. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you do. That's my number 26, Nippon.
0: All right, my number 26 is my second Vital Lacerda game on my list, and that's The Gallerist. I love The Gallerist. I really find it to be an enjoyable game where you have literally four action spaces and and truly only three action spaces usually to choose from. So you would think, wow, that seems very simple, but yet the game has so much depth to it. So many like very intricate decisions that you have to make of, you know, do I leave this guy in my lobby so that I can go do this action, you know, different things that you have there that I just find just to be so, uh, you know, just. Just tough decisions, and which I like in a game that makes me feel smart when I can figure stuff out to be able to to get it. And uh, so, yeah, I I absolutely I love the Gallerist. I think it's just a great great game.
2: Yeah, we got to get you to play the. uh Scoring expansion, I think you'd like it a lot. Oh
0: yeah, I definitely have not gotten a chance to do that. I really want to do that. All right, that's my number twenty-six, the Gallerist.
2: All right, I'm going to bring us home, and I believe Chad mentioned this one earlier. This is my favorite Rosenberg, so another Rosenberg. And uh, I believe my, yeah, definitely my highest Rosenberg, and that is Neusfjord, Uh a game that I, does not get enough love. Uh, it's it's my favorite solo game as well. Uh, it's one that you know you, you don't see too many people talking about or playing. Uh, out there but it like Chad said it is it just plays so smoothly and you get the feel of one of his larger games in just kind of a bite size goes really quick like I said I love playing it solo you can set it up they have like a little three campaign thing that you do you just play three games back-to-back and I mean honestly I can play a a solo game now in like 25 30 minutes and but I'll I'll play it at any player count And it is one that it hits the table a lot uh, for me still and one I like to to show people who have not uh, played it almost, I, I kind of almost treat it like a, an entry to Rosenberg games. Like it's almost like his gateway style game. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that is Newsford, my number 26. Great pick.
1: Wow. That's
2: our 50 through 26. Woo. Clef is
1: still awake. That's a mouthful. <laughs> we made yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. Well, we'll be back next time with our twenty-five through number one
2: of all time, and we're gonna guess the top ten again, right? Is Yeah, that, we'll that stop the plan? And,
1: and try to guess each other's top ten like we did last time with this. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And then maybe I don't know, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll think about it. Maybe on the guild, we'll have a, have people either vote for top fifty or top ten or something like that. See yeah. What people well,
0: think. and definitely, I would love to. You know, always fun to see other people's top ten or fifty yeah. or yeah, whatever put on there. That's Always an enjoyable thing. So just remember that uh, you can always join our guild at
1: guild3227 at BoardGameGeek. And as we mentioned, hey, if you want to get on the Slack channel, please be our guest. We'd love to have you hit us up at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. Everybody, thank you so much for listening.
0: All right, everybody. Bye-bye.
1: Good night. Or morning. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise.